You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. Hello. I like that. Is the backup recorder going? There we yep. go. <laughs> it sure is. Thank you. Are we on USB audio codec? Yes. All right. <laughs> now I can focus. <laughs> well, welcome to another Tadpog podcast. It's Tyler and Dave and Ian play old games. Today we are talking about Leeds Finest. Yeah, <laughs> Leeds Finest. <laughs> T- Todd, what is David Cross's character who says, I live in Leeds? Uh, Todd Margaret. Todd Margaret. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that you bring that up because <laughs> I thought the same thing when I saw Leeds on the on the title screen for Clue. I was like, ah, I want to get some uh, Muscle Thunder? Muscle. Was it, what was thunder, it? Thunder, thunder Muscle. muscle. Thunder muscle. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that uh, Roland flips around? Oh, uh, a saucy. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, today we're going to be talking about Clue for the Super Nintendo and the movie. The movie. bonus movie content. That's what I'm going to contribute the most. Yeah, <laughs> probably going to be the bulk of the content. And that's not our fault. I feel like that's yeah. just... Spoilers, the video game Clue is the board game Clue. <laughs> On Super Nintendo. <laughs> yep. And I have thoughts Hope you about have that. honest friends. <laughs> right. Only worse when you get to close your eyes. I know. Okay, great. We're all going to talk about that. I can't look. I can't wait. <laughs> Before that, uh, what you guys been up to this week? It's been a, been a day. Yeah, it has. Uh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell no. <laughs> no, no. <this> <laughs> I hit a fucking animal on the way here tonight. What kind? Oh, on the way here? Yeah. Recent, just recently? <laughs> yeah, about forty. You were already about having thirty a minutes ago. Holy fucking shit! Not in the, not in the new. Yeah, baby. the brand new car. Fucking the brand new thirty thousand mile car that I baby and take fucking care of. It wasn't a deer. No, it oh, was. Good. It was like a it, dog, I think. Uh, the fucking thing ran right into my front tire. I mean, or it a raccoon was, or a capybara. It was a big animal. Tyler, it was Bella? It was, <laughs> it was way back there. Okay. Wasn't Bella. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have made the loud, loud thump that it made if it had been Bella. It was big, big enough to destroy the bottom right hand no. corner of my bumper cover. Yeah, that whole thing's just got a giant hole in it now and uh i'm not going to be able to sleep until i get it fixed which is going to cost me a shitload of money that i don't have and i'm pissed about it yeah i turned around like i went ahead and turned around and went back into town uh to go through a car wash just in case there was like guts and stuff because i saw parts of the animal come oh. off <laughs> Along with don't parts like of my car. <laughs> Fuck that bucket. <laughs> Fuck that animal. I don't care what it was. I'm glad it's dead. Because it, it got what it wanted. Because there is no it. way. Yeah. <laughs> there is no way that that animal wasn't trying to kill itself. And before you 
people out there listening to this show say it, it wasn't, dang it, he's fine. <laughs> anyway, um, I went back and I pulled into the finish line or whatever and looked, and yeah, the fucking, there's a huge hole in my bumper uh, cover. There's no blood or anything that I could see. And the car's drivable and whatever, but I'm still really pissed about it. I I babied that car, and I have put a lot of work, particularly into the front bumper cover. You know, John Turley and I pulled the covers off our cars to change out our radiator fans. Uh I remember you telling me about that. We we got some special spray paint for the grill to, like, black it out, make it look fresh and Uh nice and matte color, and that whole thing's going to have to go now. Or or I just drive it around with a giant hole, which I'm not going to want to do. So. Well, I saw a TikTok where I can get some ramen and some Bondo, and we can get Yo, you set right that's up. right. I could just put ramen on it. I didn't think about that. Uh, so there's that. That was my It's going to attract more animals. <laughs> up, <laughs> little squirrels out gnawing on it yeah. and shit. Get. Oh, well, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's a shitty way to start yeah. the evening. I mean, I had a pretty decent day aside from that, but That's it was good. just that was that sucked. There was absolutely no way for me to avoid it, and it's just, dude, I've been there. I went, but when I went back, I turned around to come back here, obviously, and I passed it. It's dead. Whatever it is is dead. Well, yeah, if you saw pieces, I saw. Uh, I don't. I, I saw pieces of my car, and I'm oh, pretty sure of the animal. <laughs> well, I think I saw pieces of the animal too. But it, I lost a lot of my car, like a lot of that. The whole thing, the the whole st- like corner cover piece and everything that just all came off, dude. But there, that that animal got. Sc- Squished. I fucking hate it when animals do that. Like, we were on your road years ago. Yeah. Nikki was driving, and it's dark. It was nighttime, and we were headed. I can't remember where we were headed. We were heading, like, Maiden Alley or something. We were going to see a movie, and a cat just fucking out of nowhere, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, like, there is no way. There is no... She could have done nothing. Yeah, that's to, how this was. And I mean, it was just right in front, and it was so fast. And then it was like, okay, you're dead. That's the the evening is over now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that cat is dead. Well, and I, you know, the, my car upset. sits so low to the ground anyway, mm-hmm. and that's why it took the damage that it took. If it had been in the truck, it wouldn't have done anything. Right, but. Anyway, so aside from killing an animal that was clearly trying to die, uh, this week I let's see what have I done this week? Not much. I had I fin I got caught up on that show Reacher I was talking about. Right. Yeah. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. It's now it's week to week on that one because the current season is still in progress. Oh, it's coming out weekly. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I've got that, and then. I started another show on Apple TV Plus called Slow Horses. Of course, um, it's a British it's a <laughs> it's a British spy thing. Uh, Gary Oldman's in it. A few oh, okay. other notable people. I've enjoyed it. It's dull, but I like it. Um, you know, it's it's not. I wouldn't I call it exciting neat. by any means, but I've enjoyed it a great deal. Cool. Um, and then what else? I ordered a new Steam Deck. <laughs> Yes. Uh, which I'm probably going to have to return so I can afford to fix my car. No, don't do that. Uh, but 
Yeah, I went ahead and pulled the trigger and got an OLED Steam Deck. It's supposed to be here tomorrow. Uh, by the time this airs, it will have hopefully been here. Um, yeah, I couldn't wait. I just, I, it's one of those things, and you, Dave, you and I have talked about this before. A lot. It's been, a, <laughs> it's been in my head a long time. Yeah, I and know. I, once it gets in there, uh-huh. it's not coming out Girl, until I, I until I just fucking do it. Uh-huh. I wanted it uh-huh. the instant I saw it, yeah. and I knew I was not going to be able to hold off. So I went ahead and bought it. Um, I got. I went for the one TB model with the special like detachable shell case, uh-huh. and they didn't have the limited. I wanted the limited edition one, but that's been gone They're, for a minute. Okay, apparently. I didn't know that. It makes sense. But. Yeah, that was. It's just neat because it has a clear case on it. Oh. It's really the only difference. There wasn't a price difference. They just had like a limited number of them. Yeah. But uh, I went ahead and picked that up, and I've considered just swapping the drives out. But I'm not going to do that. I oh, think really? I'm, I think I'm just going to start fresh, and yeah. I'll fucking deal with getting the emulation working again. It was, I know what we did wrong or what I did wrong last time, so uh, it won't. It shouldn't take as long. Nah. But I'm excited because, from what I understand, I've watched a lot of videos about it. It gets less warm in my in your hand because they've redistributed the heat. Yeah, the heat dispensation or just still have good vent smell. Apparently, it good. does. Good. Is have it good better? Smell. Smell? You're not supposed to huff that. According, I've heard that. According to Valve, I've heard that. Uh-huh. Uh, you're not supposed that, to. They're just covering their ass. They're saying they. They're what the response. Someone asked, "Is it okay to breathe?" If in not the huff smell? vent smell, why well, vent smell so good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they're like, "I eat ass and smell vents." <laughs> come on, come at, Steve. And come I'm at me, bro. <laughs> they might have all out of bubble gum. But I think the I think the uh I'm here to eat ass yeah, and I smell vents. <laughs> and I'm all out of vents. <laughs> that's how that's how I'm gonna lead when I get home tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll work. I think it'll get you in the door. I really do. Um but they said something like while the the smell coming from the vent isn't toxic, we we don't recommend that you just breathe it in or something. <laughs> Nine out of ten doctors agree. <laughs> but uh, uh, and then the battery life don't is use supposed metal to. Metal on Teflon pans that don't smell your your steam vent <laughs> ventilation. The two things you need to know. So apparently it's got better battery life, and of course right. it's got that That's nice really OLED screen. Battery life. I am too because I tend to play mine to the to the bone. Like it'll get down to like two percent. Yeah, before yeah I, I plug it I, in. I, man, and when it happens, it happens fast. Because I remember on a trip I was playing Baldur's Gate, and it was like, "Hey, uh, your Steam Deck is about to die," and it's like, "Yeah, okay." Your Steam Deck is turning off now. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. So that and the and the pretty OLED screen and stuff. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to I'm it. I'm excited for you. That's awesome. I'm I'm glad that you did it because I know that you really wanted to do it's it. It's been We've it's been, been bothering it. me enough. Like I thought, okay, I'll I'll let it fester for a month or two, and if it if I still can't stop thinking about it by the time you know January rolls around. So like yeah, December thirty one. I was like, "Fuck it, honey! I'm buying this thing. I'm gonna sell my old one and pay back most of it. <laughs> so I should be able to get a little bit of money for my old one. Yeah, enough to cover more than half of the cost because I actually had some Steam money also that went towards it. So 
was able to do that. So I'll update next week on how that went. Cool. I'm hoping to get that tomorrow. And then uh, last thing I was going to bring up was I got – I played a bunch of Overwatch yesterday over the course of the last week, and I've been having a lot of fun with Overwatch still. Some of the – I've been ranking up a little. So Unranked has a sort of a ranking system called endorsements where you can endorse – other players gotcha. on your team or players on the other team if you think they did really well yeah. like if someone got a whole bunch of healing on you or helped you know helped you if you thought someone's performance was exemplary at the end of the match you can endorse two of two people and that can be someone on the other team if you're so inclined um and so my endorsement level's been going up a little bit and it's uh, uh, the highest I've ever seen anyone's endorsement, and you don't see their endorsements until after the match. That makes sense. And I'm at level... total endorsements? Well, you see it's a number. It's like one through... I've only seen five, it, but apparently it goes to six and maybe even beyond. It, it's harder and harder and harder to get to that, I guess. As you... you yeah. yeah. Because you get endorsed... You get... Like, your endorsement level will go up... Because of your willingness, one of the things that gets penalized, if you like are a lever, if you leave games, like if it's not going well and you just fucking drop out yeah. and leave the rest of your team hanging, because I solo queue a lot and most pretty much exclusively. And if you drop out of games, that kind of counts against your endorsement Makes level. Sense. And the more endorsements you give and get, the more it rises. Mm -hmm. And so I'm at four, and I think I'm starting to cross into the possibility of being near five, level five, because I'm starting to see more and more level fives when I go to endorse the other team uh -huh. or the other players on my team, I'm seeing a lot more level fives. So it's like part of the matchmaking, you think? I think it include I think it is because a lot more of my games have been more fun and more mm. fair. And I'm, I feel like I'm starting to come out of that gray area of just shitty people mm. playing. Some, some of it's been crap, but like I can almost guarantee that every time I've had a shitty game, when I go to endorse everyone else on my team is a one or a two or a three. Usually ones and twos are the kind of the ones that they're either new players, which is understandable, sure. but and there's not a whole lot of people playing that game, so I'm getting put in games with you know people that maybe aren't as experienced at it as me or whatever, or they're just shitty people, which is evident. <laughs> but anyway, I'm starting to enjoy my games more because I feel like they're getting, I, I feel like they're a little bit more well populated. Good, so that's great. But I played enough of that to the point where I got kind of ugh, and didn't want to play anymore yesterday. So I was going through on the Steam sale because I think it's about to end. And uh, I found this little game called Unpacking. Yeah, I've heard of Have this. Have you heard of yeah, Unpacking? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I picked it up. RCAJ it was, was she... Is she playing it? Yeah, she was all about it. Okay, it's, it's this... It's only been out for about a year I think yeah, maybe give or take and uh, it's like 10 bucks on the steam sale if the sale's over I apologize but it's normally like $20 so it was it's 10 bucks on the steam 
uh, winter sale, so I went ahead and bought it. We started picking at it last night. It's pretty neat. It's very zen. It's yeah, I've heard it's really cool. Basically, you game. just you unpack boxes mm-hmm. and you decide where to put stuff mm-hmm. in your new in your room. And it starts in 1997, and then it goes to 2004, and then you so now you've got a bigger room like you're going to college mm-hmm. basically and you're unpacking your dorm and then after I've, that's as far as I got before I had to turn in for the night but um, it'll tell you like it pretty much gives you the freedom to put stuff wherever you want it but there is a place for everything and so if you're dead wrong it it tell it won't let you finish until you put it at least somewhere close to where it's supposed to be like and you can put the toaster in the bathtub and you'll get an achievement. You know, it's like a achievement for putting an electrical object in a what in a you know, dangerous place uh-huh. or whatever. You get like a little sticker or something that you can use. And uh, you can take photos of your room and stuff, but um it's not exciting, but it's very satisfying and it's a very chill, easy way to pass a few hours Sounds at like a, a time. a good counter to Overwatch. It was. It was nice. I was able to just sort of zen out and started getting sleepy while mm-hmm. I was playing it. And I was like, ah, now I can go to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, usually if I go to bed right after playing Overwatch, I I can close my eyes and it feels like my head's moving. Uh-huh. You know, like I, <laughs> yeah. like I can still see the game etched Quake in. Vision. Yeah, Quake Vision. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Uh, so that's a cool little game. If anyone wants to check that out, I recommend it. Uh, I thought it was neat. Um, easy, Easily worth 10 bucks. I've so. heard great things about it. And I li- it's good on the Steam Deck. It's, Steam oh, Deck it game. is free uh, on Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, it's there for the taking. You can just play it. for. But I, I bought it so that I could play it on my Steam Deck because it's the kind of game you want to just sit on your bed and... Play, play in bed. on it's a handheld. Bed. It's totally it's that. made for a handheld. You can tell. Yeah, and the controls are really easy to understand, and it's not finicky. It's a good it's a good little time waster. So, cool. unpacking is my recommend for the week. Cool, cool, cool. You talking about um, what were they called in Overwatch? Uh, endorsements. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have that in Final Fantasy fourteen as well. They're called commendations. So, like at the end of like a a dungeon run or a raid or a trial, whatever, uh, you can give commendations out to people. You can give one out. And yeah. then um, usually like the tanks or the healers will get it. Right. Because I tend to give it to the heal the people who have healed the most, or if someone has just really stepped up and made a big fucking like you can look at their damage and see that their damage is twice the damage that everyone else did yeah they clearly put in an effort i'm gonna give them an endorse yeah yeah usually the tanks or healers will get it because they keep people alive sure yeah um so i've so what i've been doing this week is playing a bunch of final fantasy 14 really sad to go back to work because it really cuts in on my Final Fantasy fourteen <laughs> yeah, I sessions. Wanna, I didn't want to talk about the fact that I had to go oh, back to work this my week. God. It, but it, 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 it was it was sad. Oh yeah, I'm still sad I about it. And the weekend's almost here. This week. I was miserable. <laughs> I was like, this sucks. Yeah. I don't want to 
fucking be here. Yeah, I yeah. was off for like nine days. Yeah. I forgot how to do my job. I had to spend the first half hour I was there remembering what was I doing when I left? Because <laughs> I did, I noped the fuck out. Yeah. On my last day before my vacation, nah, uh-uh. I didn't do <laughs> shit. And I just sort of, I did stuff, but then like towards the end of the day, I just stopped caring and then I left. I didn't wrap anything. I didn't make notes. I just turned my machine off and went on vacation. And when I came back, I didn't know where I had left left off. So anyway, go ahead. Sorry. No, no worries. I, it's just that I um, I get less time with Final Fantasy now and that yeah. makes you sad. Yeah. Uh, but... I'm I'm in the final expansion now, so I guess I'm like I'm I'm technically current. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> I'm like two years behind, but like technically current. I'm I'm on the current expansion. Um and I've got samurai to max level, so I've switched to red mage to get red mage. I figure red mage is like eight levels away from cap. So by the time I get through the endwalker content, which is the latest expansion, I'm in walking here. Uh, <laughs> you get. I figure by then I'll have Red Mage capped as well. But going through dungeons and stuff, they're both classes, Red Mage and Samurai, they're DPS or damage dealers. So I don't get a lot of commendations, um, except for one time where we were in a raid. I cannot remember the raid that it was. It probably doesn't matter. It does definitely doesn't matter to anybody who doesn't play the game. But at one point, you're fighting this boss that does like a classic like stereotypical final fantasy move where like the battle fucking stops and then there's a cut scene that's like a summon mm. where essentially it like zooms out and this boss like rockets you into another galaxy and you can't like do you anything do. because <clears throat> you know it's a cut scene mm -hmm. and i type i must go my planet needs me <laughs> and then at the that's end of line. that one i got like Four to five combinations. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Like, All right, I think I found of, my niche. A bunch of like-minded people in that raid with you. Yeah, that's fucking good shit. I love that. Uh, Is there, do you have anything like like Refresh was from Red Mages in 11? Uh, no. Or do they have a niche role like that? No. Well, they kind of have a niche role in the fact that they can resurrect somebody the fastest, essentially. Oh, okay. You have to use a skill before you cast Verays. Mm -hmm. But um, I've gotten a few, I feel like, come. well, I was in a dungeon the other night, and it's like, I had only gone through this dungeon once before, and it was on Samurai. This is the first time going through with Red Mage. I hadn't played Red Mage in a really long time, so I'm like rusty. I'm really, I'm honestly, I'm fucking it up. Like, it's just like, oh my God, these guys are like, a well-oiled machine and I'm like the sticky fucking cog, you know? <laughs> and it's like, well, no one's, I mean, it's a quiet run too. Some runs are chatty where yeah. people will talk and like this one's quiet and it's like, okay, well, probably, these guys are probably fucking hating the shit out of me right now. <laughs> They're wearing their business socks. Right. <laughs> yeah. We get to the end, we're fighting a boss. Uh, the healer dies and it's like, it's my time to shine. And I pop that swift cast, bear rays. Uh, and then it made up for all the fucking horrible shit I, to me in my yeah. mind. It's like, oh. Hey, this, this guy's all right. I've redeemed myself. <laughs> yeah, you know, this guy who's been sabotaging the run the entire time, clearly on purpose. So he could have this moment. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, man, that game is. 
Game's good. Awesome. Game's good. Um, other than that, still in the wolves of Kala. And uh, stay tuned at the end of tonight's episode for a bunch of Dark Tower spoilers. DTT. DTSs. <laughs> uh, probably about a third of the way through that. I'm loving it. Like McDonald's. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I'm not getting through it as fast as I got through the other books, but that is okay. Doesn't hurt to slow down a little. Yeah, I feel like I went, I went through the Wastelands and Wizard and Glass like super fast. Yeah, and it's not hard to do because it's so it's riveting. Yeah, yeah, and and honestly, drawing of the three too because yeah. like that oh, one was the one so where it was good. just like I I can't stop listening to this book. Um, so this one's been going a little bit slower, but that's okay. That's kind of that's pretty much pretty much it. I watched Clue. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, me too. I can look at my notes and see if I did anything else. Mm, I should probably open my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Good reminder. I opened mine and was like, oh, yeah, I don't hardly have any. Mm, that's it. That's all I did. <laughs> Back to work, sad Final Fantasy Dark Tower. <laughs> there we go. I hit all the key points. Good. I'll send you the presentation <laughs> slides at the end of this podcast. <laughs> As of today, Melissa and I have quit Monopoly Go. Nice. <laughs> we're, like, we're out. We're done. Uninstalled. Congratulations. I, I, I already you. know Thank how you. that feels. I know I know what leads to a decision. Yeah, like was there a conversation? Like Yeah, because yeah. you know, you collect stickers and she's been obsessed with these stickers. She got all of her first set and now they had a new Christmas set and she was one sticker away. And all the trade groups she couldn't get a trade for it. All Fucking of, Park Place. She yeah, they give all the West Coasters Park Place. Exactly, exactly how it is. And then because I'm trying to help her, I finished my set, and then like every card pack doesn't give her what she wants, and they're they're selling the packs that will for thirty dollars a piece. The packs that might or will the part the that will because there's a so there's it's a pack that is guaranteed one card you do not have, and it's. Thirty fucking dollars. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, I know this means a lot to you. You've always been just get it." She's like, "No, fuck that." So she she didn't get it, and she was just like, "You know, I'm I'm pissed because I did everything that I was supposed to do with this game, I know and, that and I want to spend I, more money." I am. I've out. got like sympathy in my stomach. It hurts. I know that feel. I know that when you have yeah, yeah. given so much time and energy and played the played the game the way that you're supposed to play it and the and it still isn't well, it's it's clearly designed to fuck you. I mean it's it's designed to make you spend money. I get yeah, it. And and that's, I, but I've seen the, the tendrils of capitalism yeah. slowly encroach yeah. on it. Even even the short time I've been playing it where it's gotten substantially Worse, and the the benefits and the rewards are getting harder to get and smaller and smaller. Yeah, and smaller. I know that. I Man. know that, and I hate that because it's like y'all had a y'all had me. I'm willing to spend a little money from uh -huh. time yep. to time. Yep. Take a little bit of my money from time to time, and yep. or have zero of my money ever again because fuck you. I know what you're doing. It's like they're I'm only appealing to the whales. That's it. Yeah, I hate that, man. That I'm suck. sorry. That's that like sucks. Um, all the fucking gotcha games where it's like. I mean, like some of those are, were the f like I've been playing. God, what's the big one? I'm having a big brain fart right now. It's um, oh my god, 
the the fantasy anime waifu game. Fuck. Something slow life. Yeah. I see that on TikTok all the goddamn time. The fa- oh, the fucking oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of the name of it either. Oh my god! Now I'm mad. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Don't worry. I'm so mad about it. Because I'm, I'm like, Honkai Star Rail? Nope. That's the other game then. Genshin Impact. Thank you. Uh, God damn it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck. That I knew it. so long. I swear to God, I knew it. <laughs> I just could not come up with that. But I tried that game out. I've tried the game out a couple I times. Wa- I wanted to. And I've, Don't. I've talked myself out of it Smart. several times. Because what I discovered is like, man, you know what I like about this game? Is the fucking slot machine part of it? Yeah, I don't like the other part. I don't mm. like the game. I like the part <laughs> like where the it's part like, where you let's see if I get a pretty anime girl. Yeah, <laughs> nope, I didn't. I guess try it again. Ria oh. the coos, roll again. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is my third Ria. <laughs> Look, I would if they had a really super fucking like disgusting one. That is the one that I would make. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. Because that's like, I get back to Final Fantasy, I get so much joy playing a, a Lalafell, which is a, the Taru Taru in, in Final Fantasy fourteen. And one of the reasons that I like it so much is because, first of all, like, people, like, it gets under some people's skin <laughs> and i and i do like that a little bit there's that's like appealing also it's like i play like a really like i design like a um a, a viera which is like a bunny a bunny person uh-huh. a bunny girl they're men too but they were women first sure <laughs> and it's like man i made this character that was just like wow knockout i love this and then I got so many fucking dirty tells from people <laughs> where it's like, is this what it's like to be a woman? I think it is, yes. This I get it now. This All the women sucks. out in the audience that listen to this show are like, yep, now this, you fucking know. This fucking sucks. This is why I don't talk on games. I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play a character instead where if I get a tell like that, they're a pedophile. <laughs> I so have, I still get just as many tells as I did before. Yeah. I'm not playing on a. I'm not playing on 4chan. This is Final <laughs> Fantasy 14. <laughs> I have that. I have similar thing going on. I'll I'll run different. I've got a whole bunch of skins for my Overwatch in Overwatch, and I tend sometimes I'll get in the mood to play really ugly ones or. Ones that are obviously super outlandish and garish and are going to draw a lot of attention. And, yeah. you know, some of them are pretty good stealth skins where you can kind of blend in with the environment a little bit or whatever. That's not generally a core gameplay tactic, but it, it is a thing. Sure. And uh, I, so I've, you know, I've been playing Overwatch since 2016. And God. I have, that I makes me feel old. I know. And uh, there's this one skin that came out called it was it was for Mercy, the healer Mercy, and it's a pink. It's called Pink, and it was the one time, the one and only time Blizzard ever sold a skin for cash, and not like game coins because it was a donation to the Susan G. Komen Breast Cancer Research 
promotion. It was like yeah. all the proceeds from the skin. Like a charity tie-in. Yeah, it was a charity tie-in, and all the proceeds went to breast cancer research. And that's how I lost my mom. So it's like, okay, I will do... It was like 20 bucks, yeah. and it was worthwhile for me. And it was a cool skin. Yeah. So, but they've never brought it back, ever. It's never coming back. They've said... We're never doing this one again. There might be others, you know, we don't know, but we can I can guarantee you 100% that even though we've brought back all these old skins that which pissed off a lot of people yeah. by the way. It pissed off some of the old skins that you can't get. They brought them back for new players to be able to purchase. And so it was kind of like your street cred is lost if you have this, you know, skin that you couldn't get. Right. Well, I have only seen one or two other people ever rocking that mercy skin, mm -hmm. and it's I, it's so funny. People will either be like, "I'll I'll if I get mercy, and I'm wearing that skin," people will either be really like, "Oh, that's cool," or mad. <laughs> and like, I pissed off this one person once. They were uh, I was playing a mystery heroes game, and you can get multiple of the same hero sometimes on a team and we're in spawn and another mercy was in there and I was mercy and they walk over in front of me and they've got a semi rare skin on, you know, and they're like doing an emote, like a dance in front of me or whatever. And at the time I had switched to a different one. So I switched skins <laughs> and they were like, they no longer paid attention to me. <laughs> they were not they were not pleased uh flex. with it. So yeah, I flexed a little nice. bit. But it's all, it's anyway. you can flex a little bit as a treat. Yeah. I don't know how we got on that subject. Yeah, I'm we sorry. ran away with that. Sorry. We were talking <laughs> okay. you were talking about Monopoly Go. Yeah, clean. Because I finished I finished my set and then I sat on all those dice for the Ouch. new for the new. Because last time I heard people that did that hoarded their dice from their winnings to the Christmas set, and they were, like, done with the set immediately. Yeah. I was like, cool, I'm going to do that. So I did that, and they've changed the drop rate for stickers substantially. Like I said, I had, like, 45,000 dice, which is a fucking lot. It that sounds a like a lot. It is a fucking lot. And I got nowhere close. I was getting repeats, like, immediately. What about Pete's? And then yeah, Pete's, repeat. Pete's oh, and repeats, neither one. And I noticed on, like, some of the bonus wheels that you get, like, they took away all the rare sticker packs, the chances for them, plus them with, like, common stuff. And I was like, okay, yeah, now now I'm definitely New done. year, new us. I told her, I was like, yeah, let's both be done and not be tempted by this game anymore. So, yep. So, done with Monopoly Go. I'm sorry that something that you enjoyed doing it was fun That's, like sitting yeah. in bed together and trading yeah. the stickers and shit like that was on but then yeah it just got way too fucking it's greedy. it's a shame when they create something fun that you can enjoy together and then they break it yep because of greed i'm sorry to hear that so but yeah other than that um what else melissa is tomorrow she takes well as of the recording she did it days ago but as of tomorrow she takes her inclex She's been away for the last four days at this big study thing. Um, you know, they, Inclex so they, being the drug that uh, gives her superpowers. <laughs> <Inclex>. or, <laughs> it makes her a little evil. You hold though, me I've up for penicillin? 
What is, what is NCLEX? Is a test? It's the it's the terst the terst the test to get her her RN become a registered like it's the final thing to get your RN. Nice. So they had sort of a, a study session at the college, but she didn't. It wasn't substantial enough. So there was another program that was like ninety eight percent pass rate. So we paid the money. She went outside of which was really weird. So she's looking at dates. She she needs to get the dates for this study session. This you know you could do it online, but she's like, I need to be in person. Online doesn't doesn't stick. I need to be in person. I was like, okay, cool, let's do it. So she found where she could take the do that, and then immediately take the NCLEX like the next day. Mm-hmm. So the only place she could take the NCLEX then the next day is in St. Louis, and then she saw okay Springfield, Illinois, which was like it's not very far four hours maybe less or less than that and she's like and then i just drive like an hour over to st louis or whatever and then cool and well it turns out that springfield illinois is just sometimes called springfield but it's also called butterfield and it turns out that's like 45 minutes outside of chicago Oh. So once we paid for it and registered, she goes to leave, puts in the GPS, and she is right outside of Chicago, and she is very upset. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah, she she took she get took um took Anna and her boyfriend and took them to see Hamilton in Chicago as Ooh. part of their Christmas okay. present. So That's they got nice. to see that and they loved that. And she did all her all the rest of her days. I was talking to her today because she went. You know, we paid all this money. She went to this class. She said, "Yeah, it's it's been great. Lots of refreshing. Tell me stuff, new stuff. Like it's it's great. It's going to help a lot." It's like, but I am by far the oldest one here. This is part of another nursing school's program, so it's all eighteen-year-old kids who didn't have to pay for it. It's part of their program. Mm. They don't give a fuck. Mm. So it's me and the teacher who is like seventy on the other side, and no one gives a shit. I was like, well, at least she paid you special attention. She's like, yeah, she did, because no, 18-year-old kids had the little Stanley Cups all talking over her, didn't give a shit. Um, so she's done with that. She just Stanley just got to St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. Man, I can't hear that and not think about hockey. And I'm not a hockey fan. <laughs> that's how old I am. And Me then I have to too. remind myself, oh, yeah, that's a thing kids like. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley Cups. Stanley Cups. And that's how fucked up I am. I don't even. You're like, oh, that is a hockey thing, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I've seen so many TikToks of like, I got the Stanley Cup, and it is a mug with pictures of Stanley from The Office on it. Ah, yes. (laughs) But so she takes. Did I see that tomorrow? (laughs) Did I (laughs) stutter? She'll take that tomorrow morning. Good luck. Um, Good luck to Melissa. Yes, I'm sure it'll go well. I mean, I've I. I think it'll be fine. She's very nervous about it, but she's always sure, nervous and thinks she's going to fail everything every time. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Um, I'd be nervous too. Because her teacher was like, I feel like you should postpone your test because this also comes with like 100 hours of online study material. And she was like, that won't fucking matter. Online stuff doesn't work for me. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go do this. And I was like, yeah, that's... When, when she would spend like a week studying, it didn't stick as well as... A two-hour cram session for her right before the test. Yeah, that's how she did better every time in nursing school. So yeah, that's, that's how tomorrow. I did at school. School. 
I was never a good prepper, but I could panic and she has cram the ADHD at the last cram, minute. yeah, and then she's good. Yeah, I understand. That's that. what I did too, but it was because I was just playing video games. Also, because I was <laughs> lazy. Yeah, and, you know, playing D and D with Tyler literally every night. <laughs> yeah, of the week, yeah. So there's that too. Yeah, Josh fell out of college twice because of that. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I got an academic probation once because of that. <laughs> um, let's see. So in the I wanted to make her happy, so while she's been gone, I've scratched off some honeydew stuff that has been on the list for a very long time. Good. Good got a for new you. got a new mailbox. Nice. Oh, sweet. I noticed that on the way in. Yeah. I didn't. It's so fucking dark outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't I either. Like, Nine times out of ten, miss your first driveway and your front <laughs> the second driveway. Your front porch the light one isn't as good. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Your front porch light was on. I, I didn't think I was turning into the correct driveway. It's like, wait, is this his house? Yes, it's his house. Okay, I'm, I'm sure I've scared the dude who lives next to you because I've definitely pulled in that uh-huh, before. Uh huh. And then, so our ceiling fan has been busted for like. Well over a year now. We just have a constant dark living room. The, the only source of light is the TV when it turns on. That's it. It's really all you need. Yeah. You got a big TV. <laughs> that is kind of all we need, but yeah. she's always been, she's like, oh, what? and the fan in it is like, it's straight up from the 80s. Yeah. So I went and bought a fan, and her dad helped me install it today. You know, He's an electrician. So, And whenever, whenever he turns it on, the kids are like, it's weird in here now. Oh yeah, yeah. I believe. It. I could believe that. Yeah. So got that. It's done. always been weird. You just couldn't see it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can we turn it back out? <laughs> and they replaced some other lights that because we we made the lights, but they're they're hard to get in fixtures. But we put in five year light bulbs. It's been five years, and now it's like, fuck, it is a pain to get inside these things. So I finally did all that shit, like, because it's all, like, lights have been out for, like, years. I just don't want to fuck with this. <laughs> so we have phones with camera lights on them whenever we want to get up. Man, it irritates the, the shit out of me when the light's out. Oh, it irritates the shit out of me. I hate it. But, yeah, so I'm ready ready to see her tomorrow. Yeah, I bet. So I got, I preemptively have already got a congratulations cookie cake. So I will eat it real fast if I need to. Hey, if you need help with that, <laughs> David. I, yeah, I've switched my calories to main maintenance, so I can help with a little of that cookie. <laughs> and I don't Thank give you. a shit, so I'll help yeah. you eat as much of it as you need me to. The macros in that are real good, right? Because I got to keep those clean. <laughs> it's a Lily and Larry protein cookie. I'm pretty High protein sure. Cookie. Yeah. <laughs> you guys should be home in five minutes. We eat. <laughs> This whole congratulations shirt are in now Melissa cake. <laughs> With its red and white dra- <laughs> drawing and nurse and nurse decorations. You you needed to have a second half cookie made so that that then the other and the the second half cookie would say you're a great mom. <laughs> and then if she didn't pass switch out the bottom half of the cookie. I just have to write my finger in the icing to write out mom instead of RN. (laughs) You're a mom. Uh, (laughs) Congratulations. Why is there nurse stuff on it? They must have misunderstood nursing. It's about breastfeeding. You had a baby five years ago almost. They wouldn't let me write the word fuck on there. 
<laughs> so I, that's why there's nursing stuff. I did try that I one know. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, they were mad. Sorry. I didn't, they were going to do me. it. me. That was a joke. I was, tra- I, I was trying. That's the best joke. Sorry. You have to explain it. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was just, I know, did I tell that story about you, yeah, being oh, mad yes. at me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. And that stuck with me. Just referencing an old Tadpog chestnut. That's all. <laughs> it's a cape that says fuck. Yeah. That wasn't me. I asked him to write cunt. <laughs> And I was and like, they do it in Australia. What's I'm Australian. Wrong? It's fine. They didn't uh, complain about that one for some reason. They were fine with cunt. I, they they you, drew one. It was not what I was, wanted. <laughs> could you write old witch's pussy on there? I'm having a gunslinger-themed party. <laughs> Should we do the Dark Tower? No. Ma'am, this is literary. <laughs> <laughs> Try reading a book, miss. <laughs> oh, the Rhea the Coup special. Yeah, that's in the that's book. That's right, yeah. It's $30 extra. It's fine. <laughs> Worth it. We'll serve it on a pink grapefruit if that will help. Can you make me an honest cookie? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a mash of cookie you put your finger in. <laughs> now, has this cookie been eaten already? <laughs> 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 Welcome to Ted Pop. <laughs> That's the artisanal part of the show, right it's there. It's a three-part Venn diagram of Dark Tower <laughs> cookies and, <laughs> and vaginas. <sighs> oh shit! Uh, well, do draft. we want to do a, a draft board game draft? That's what I was thinking. Oh. Board game draft. Clue, right? I mean, it's not on my fucking draft, but nope. it might be on one of y'all's. <laughs> not mine either. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I got a piece of paper right here. I have one, too, that has the name of an orthodontist on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ian, pick two numbers. Four and six. Dave? Nineteen. <laughs> I asked, Roland. I asked. Uh, five and two. Five and two. Six. So, Ian, me, Dave. Um, Ian, number one. I am going to pick Clue. I very much enjoy Clue. It's a that's a strong pick. Clue it's a is a game. popular game. Yeah. It's been around for a long time. The last board game that I really, really enjoyed was over at Josh's house. We played that Pick Your Own Adventure. Yeah. I thought that was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, they've so got several of them. I will do the Pick them. Your Own Adventure board game. I went and bought one immediately the next day. Mine are, mine are all going to mine are going to be a pretty, pretty traditional and I, there's one game that's going to be on my list but I can't rem, remember the name of it so we can help you with that. Yeah, may, you may be able to. You probably played it but sorry, go ahead. No, no worries. Um yeah, mine are I don't know. I might have a mix of traditional and then also like um artisanal board games. Mm. Uh but I'm going with Monopoly first. I mean, I feel like I have to go with Monopoly. I was not that Monopoly can't, go. That can't not Monopoly go. I haven't played that one, so I don't know. <laughs> I had I had Monopoly on my list. Oh, I like McDonald's monopolies. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I live in California. California. It's been great. Tudor fish. <laughs> Tudor fish. Uh, I liked. Uh, I like the idea of playing Monopoly until I get about halfway through a game, and then I'm done. I think it takes too long. 
But that's how I always went. Monopoly is everybody quits. Yeah, it's like, I win. <laughs> yeah, you just got to have the most stamina. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's an endurance match. They don't for tell sure. you that. I, yeah, I don't really, honestly. There are games I much prefer over Monopoly, but I just can't let that go. It's a great second game. Round pick. No, it's a good. It's a good pick. Yeah, number two, Yahtzee. 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 I love Yahtzee. I don't know how to play. Uh, I can teach you. It's okay. super fun. But I'd have to charge. But I'd have to. <laughs> I can teach you how to play Yahtzee, but I'd have to charge. My Yahtzee brings all the boys to the yard. They're like fives better than fours. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I'll and you're like, Yahtzee! <laughs> I can teach you how to play. It's, it's a good game. Tony and I play it a lot. Uh, that's like our kind of our go-to game cool. to play together because it's easy. You don't have all you have is dice and scorecards. You don't have to have pieces in a board and all that kind of stuff. It's just a good game to keep to play on a whim. I have I bought a set over Christmas and I keep it at my desk and we'll play at work sometimes just just for fun, just for the hell of it. Nikki's family plays a game called Hot Dice, which I think is like some kind of variation of Yahtzee. Oh, yeah? So, I don't think I've heard of that. It, it's been... I've seen other people play it under a different name, and I, there are like other... I, we played it with my parents when they came to visit one time, yeah. and they were like, oh, we've played this, but it this rule was different, and this rule was gotcha. different. It's so kind of one of those. Yeah, I, I actually, when I bought the when I bought the game... The grappling rules are different. In this <laughs> <laughs> when I bought this... Uh, I was reading the instruction book, and I've played it for years, but I, there was a rule I didn't know about, and I read this rule, and then I came home, and Tanya and I played, and I said, oh, yeah, by the way, oh shit, this is a rule, and she was kind of frustrated. She was kind of mad Gnomes about are no it. longer a race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I've never heard of that. I'm like, it's, it, it's literally in the official rules. I read it. I can come wherever I want. It's a rule. <laughs> no, it's, it's part of Yo, the game. Uh, Yahtzee, can you do me a solid? <laughs> I need a one-off instruction manual. <laughs> But anyway, you get that on Etsy. <laughs> there are different variations and ways to play it, but the core gameplay is is always the same. And I'll, I'll bring my set next week. Okay. Maybe we'll play a quick game. All I'll right. teach you. It's, I'm e down. it's quick and easy to learn, but it's fun to know how to play. Okay. If you were, I mean, as long as you don't charge. <laughs> I, I can't. For afford. you, I would never. Thank you. Uh, my number two will be a game. I believe you introduced me to Dave many, many years ago. And I went. Nightcrawlers. It's, it's expensive. <laughs> Overwatch. Almost. Um, Arkham Horror. Oh, yeah. Arkham Horror is a great game. Loved Arkham Horror. Yeah. Arkham Horror rules. Uh, it's a long game. Long, and it was an expensive one, but I still have it. It's over there on, on my collection rack. Yeah. It's good. Um, good choice. Dave, I, number two. I, I'm going to stick with traditional for now. I'm going to go with the game that I always wanted, and my mom would never buy it for me because she thought it was too noisy. You'd think it would be a different game, Operation, but it was Hungry Hungry Hippos. Mm. Operation's way noisier than Hungry Hungry Hippos. I disagree. Really? I think, I think there's more consistent noise in Hungry, in Hungry Hungry Hippos. Hungry Hippos. Yeah, sure. Operation... Is a jump scare game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one, we, my parents bought us, bought an. Uh, they got me 
an operation game when I was like five or six. It's a good one. I got it too when I was like five and or six because it's like a it's a good only child game. Yeah, it is. And we but we we set it up on on Christmas. We set up and played. And the first time my little tweezers touched the side of that thing and it went. Uh uh-uh. uh I was done. Oh, you I was know. like, I can't do this. <laughs> it's it was too scary. Anxiety. It was yeah. very much the anxiety. Now I eventually got over it. I would do it on purpose to get over it. You know, yeah, like, like keep like uh-huh. making it yeah, but, desensitized. But the first few times I tried playing and I was just trying to win, trying to get it. And you go for that wishbone and, and I was like, no. There should be a work version I, of operation I, where instead of the it's like a uh like a pleasurable moan. <laughs> 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 then you just wanna you just wanna lose. I mean you're at work though. <laughs> oh, it's at only work. playable at work. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> It's the, oops, I opened the wrong tab on my phone game. <laughs> All right, if you want to help me figure out what this game was. Let's try so it. Let's do it. The game, uh, we played this at a work party. We had like a little game night at work, mm-hmm. and the guy that brought it, um, I could probably text him right now and ask, and he'd say it, but uh, that's no fun. That's really not fun. Yeah. This, so every time you want, like you start off and – you build rooms as you go. It's like a it's like a mystery type of game that's like loaded up with all kinds of different scenarios depending on what you trigger, like what cards you pull or something. You trigger a scenario, and like one the one we played, like if you want to go into the next room, it it you can go into a room and you draw a card at random, and it ends up being like a staircase, and you go down the staircase. Or oh, it sounds the, like boss monster. That it's not that. And this one, like, and there's all manner of like different scenarios that could happen. And so the thing that happened to us was that all of our these doppelgangers of us appeared out of nowhere and were attacking. And you have to like house. It was it haunted w- hill. Yeah, it's, it's, I, what it's is not that? House where the on one person hill. becomes the villain at the end. Maybe because we played that one a lot, yeah, so much that I'm ashamed that I this one apparently has been around a while. And it was because Ramon Ramon started that in college, and then Josh and Nicole bought it, and we played at their house a few times, yeah. So I don't trail at House on the Hill, yeah, is one. No, that's it, it's Betrayal at House on the Hill. That's a super fun game. I never played it before this, and yeah, I really had a good time playing, and it was really great because we had like seven people playing, yeah, so it was it was a lot of fun. Betrayal at Betrayal at House on the Hill. Betrayal at House on the Hill. Okay. That's my next pick. I should have that name memorized, but I haven't played it in years. It's been a long time. Like, Josh and Nicole were in, like, a different house, like, freshly married the last time I played that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it, so that was a fun fun one for me. I'm going to put that on my list. Yeah, man. Great pick. Uh, This probably should have been my first pick. I was racking my brains and... And it, it hit me. Trivial Pursuit. That's Love coming off my list. At a trivial pursuit. I do too. It's like a pub quiz without the pub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dave number three. Uh, I'm going to go with Hero Quest. Hero Quest introduced a lot of people to. D and D in a way. Oh, I'm not talking about the yeah. little figurines that had the numbers and stuff on the. No, those are Hero Clicks. Oh, okay. Uh, Hero Quest is like a game that came out, uh, I guess, in the late '80s, maybe early '90s. That was essentially a dungeon crawl, 
and uh, the, there was a board that was like a dungeon, and uh, you would have encounters with monsters and stuff, mm-hmm. and you would roll dice to s- simulate combat, and it really was like a a D and D light. Okay, it was all fantasy themed, and um, I think there's a reissue that came out maybe I don't know six years ago or something like that. Um, yeah, Hero Quest, cool, cool game. Had miniatures that people would paint and stuff. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. And number four, Scrabble. Scrabble was on my list. I do love Scrabble. Yeah, man. That was a... Our family played Scrabble a bunch. I'm not that good at it. I mean, I, I'm okay at it. Tanya plays this Words with Friends game. Yeah. She's yeah. played it since we had an iPhone 3. Words with Friends is good. She yeah. has been playing that game for literally almost 10 years. Such straight... She's a, she's a good at it too. Oh, like, I believe it. She's got like all the awards and stuff. But I do like a I do like traditional Scrabble. It's fun. Yeah, man, I love Scrabble. We were playing. We played you play it with Peggy Henry. Hill style, small words, <laughs> or big words, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, all words. Let me write down Peggy Hill Scrabble in her show notes. Uh, my number four will be Fiasco. Yeah, Fiasco's a great mm. game. Fiasco. It is. It is. I guess it's a a. Very miniature version of D and D, where you kind of play on rails in different scenarios, and there are tokens and stuff for good and bad, and and notes and things. I played that at Dragon Con, mm-hmm. and then went out and bought the books, and I probably never played it again. But I really, really enjoyed it. So Fiasco, Dave number four. Uh, okay, we're on four. I will do shit, man. I'm just gonna do all traditional, I guess. Um, I'm gonna go with. Trouble. Trouble's, Trouble's a fun game. Trouble's one that I played a bunch as a kid. The Popomatic Bubble. Mm-hmm. I feel like that game is not any good unless you has the Popomatic Bubble. Like that's that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. Yeah. I feel like if I were just rolling one D six and then moving nah, a peg around the board, nah, you got to have that same. bubble. That the Trouble Bubble. Got to have it. <laughs> got to have it. Oh shit. Mm, I could go long on this. Yeah. <laughs> um, my number five is Mousetrap. Damn, I just wrote that one down. I still don't know how to. I still don't know how to. Uh, play I don't know how to play it. Either. No, no one does. But I love building the mousetrap and mm-hmm. setting it off. We got it to work once at a friend's house. I never owned it. Yeah, but like every friend. I don't. Every, not every friend had it, but a bunch of them did, and didn't have like all the pieces. All, none, none of them had all of them. Oh yeah, had all like, the pieces. So much. <laughs> it's like we're doing it. We're setting this up. We're gonna make it work. Yeah. Fuck man, that's such a good pick, yeah. dude. Mousetrap. Baby's first Rube Goldberg device. Yeah. Baby's only. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever. You made don't need one. another one. I'm torn on my five spot because there are several that I want to pick, uh, but I will go with. I don't know. I had a. Great time playing it, and then you bought it, and we played it again, Dave. Um, Agricola, yeah, Agricola is really good game. fun. Sort of a resource management, growing farm sort of thing. Yep, really good. Yeah, that's a that's a fun game. Dave, number five. Uh, I am going to go with my preschool favorite, Hi Ho Cherryo. I just liked the little toy cherries. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I like putting them in the bucket. Me too. No. That was satisfying. It's like, Can, this is what I want. Do y'all want to go another round? I'm going to go more. I'm totally good to go sure. more. Okay. Because I've got, I just thought of a whole bunch that I like. Yeah. Okay. Played a lot more board games than I gave myself credit for, apparently. Uh, yeah, number six Battleship. Battleship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Henry just got that full Christmas. My dad and I would play that a lot. Man, my mom had never played Battleship. And I don't, I'll tell you guys this already. I feel like I'm having a little Mm-mm. deja vu. Mm-mm. She had never played Battleship before. I thought that was insane. It's like, how old are you? <laughs> never that battleship. That is strange because that's a, that's a classic. Yeah. I don't believe she, in war, David. No, it was, <laughs> that wasn't her thing. She's like, I'm not good at strategy games. And it's like, you just guess. Guess. Numbers yeah. and letters. There's it's, very little strategy. There's like one strategy. Yeah. And it's like if something hits, you're like, I don't know, something around there. Yeah. <laughs> and they give you a nice little grid to keep track of what you've already guessed. It's easy. Although when we gave, oh, I'm sorry, when Santa gave them uh, Battleship, it was like, there's a part of me that's like, you know, you can just play this game with two sheets of paper and two pins right <laughs> yeah but see i had electronic yeah battleship. that's the shit right there the electronic battleship was fucking great because you have to like dial in you program you program where your shit is yeah on your board and then like the other person like slides their little dial over to b and then seven and then they hit a button and if it's if it's a hit it goes yeah man. lights it up and stuff it was fucking cool that's a, that's that's the upsell. I mean, you, like, it really that, is. Yeah, that makes a difference. I mean, I you can like, have a lot of fun playing traditional yeah, sure. battleship, totally. but the electric one was fucking cool. Yeah, it was cool. I remember some pe- some friends having that. Probably the most elaborate like game I ever owned. Electronic battleship. That and mousetrap. Good pick. Uh, my number six will be something that it's more fun adding your own homebrew rules and everything to it, but Jenga. Jenga. Jenga was on my honorable mention list of stressful games alongside Operation. Yeah, man. There's an RPG based around Jenga, you know, from Dragon Con. Oh, yeah. Dread. I've always wanted to run it, but um, haven't. I even got a Jenga set for it (laughs) and was like, "Ah." oh. Um, I'm going to go with. Possibly the most memorable board game commercial from my childhood. That would be Crossfire. 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 Where he fucking like the kid fucking (laughs) like hoverboards in on the Crossfire piece. Hell yes. You get caught in the Crossfire. Man. Yeah. 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 I played it once. Wasn't like the commercial. It was okay. It was fine. (laughs) Yep. I know that feel. I know yeah, that feel. Yeah, marketing. Get you every time. We want to go to 10? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, I do. Easily. <laughs> yeah. Um, my number, what is a seven? Yes. My number seven is a game called Mastermind. Mastermind, yeah. You know this game? Yeah. I love Mastermind. I think there's that what's in game. Fallout? What is the Fallout computer based on? When you're hacking a computer and follow it, but it's based I don't off a game remember. like oh, where you guess the password. Yeah. That's... Oh, I, maybe. Yeah, okay. it may be. It you have these colored dots, at, and the board is like a long rectangle with all these little pegs and square holes in it, and you like 
put your pegs behind the thing, behind your little partition, and the other player has to try to figure out the pattern of them. Hmm. And they get up to the point where, like, they go up the board until they get it right. And I, th- I can't remember the... I looked it up because I wanted to make sure I was... I mean, I don't know what it is. It, I don't know what NES game I'm thinking of. But I don't even know. I've never played Mastermind. It looks like a Baccarat yeah. board or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this right here is yours, and then it, your uh, opponent has to <laughs> guess. And they get this many rows to try to guess the correct color pattern of, of how you have it. Oh, okay. And then I, I can't remember what the deal is, like if you have to say this one's right or you have three right or something. I can't remember the finer points. It's been... Since I was little, since I played it, but I enjoyed it. It resembles an earlier pencil and paper game called Bulls and Cows. Okay, we want to check that one out. All right, that I've still got. Like a century. I've got that. I've got Senate. By the way, we never did play Senate. That yeah. Egyptian game. God, I, I have that, that at home. I ordered it, and we we got to play that. Bring that in Yahtzee, man. Let's. I do can't it. say that I know how to. I, that I can't put that on my list because I haven't played it. We'll get on Senate. TikTok, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. It came with instructions. Man, anytime I get a new board game, I immediately go to YouTube and I type in the name of the game and then the word rules. Because mm-hmm. I am, or gameplay, I am over reading like yeah. rules for a game, especially yep. when I pull it out and it's like 48 pages. I don't think so. <laughs> I like playing new games with Wiley. Because yeah, Wiley was would good. Teach them. Yeah. And like a lot of game companies I found recently will do their own videos for like how to play the oh, game. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, my Tyler. number seven, uh, I got back into it with Shake online chess. Oh, chess. fuck. The chess. I had, that's an, um, an excellent game. I learned how to play chess in middle school. It was uh, all of my friends. I didn't have any friends when I went to the middle school I attended because I was new there. And, uh, my my friends Bob and Quinn and Y and all those guys were all playing chess at lunch, and um, I was just sitting and watching. And they they taught me how to play chess, and that's how I made friends with all nice. of them. So yeah, great great uh-huh. pick. Yeah, chess is a great pick. It's a classic, beautiful game. Dave number seven. Uh, I'll go with the chess of guessing games. Guess who? Ooh, guess who? Again, because of the commercial. But, but just the talking version. Where the, yeah. the people talk, and then they don't in real life, and it's disappointing. <laughs> yeah. oh, Part yeah. of you knew oh, they yeah. weren't gonna, but also they should, though. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Who is that copy? Do you have that Tadpog Guess Who that someone made us? I think that you do. I think all that stuff's here. Mm. Yes. <laughs> oh. Cuban, Cuban B. B. Oh, there, there it is. Right by the <laughs> I beach. I forgot. <laughs> Ian, number eight. My number eight is Pass the Pigs. Pass the Pigs? You get these two little pig dice, and you toss them on the table, and however they land, you get points for the way that they're landed. That the way Do you that they bet landed. on how they're going to land? No, no, you just get point. You, you get... You play for points. So you roll your points. You roll your it's pigs, you're getting the points. and they're these tiny little plastic pigs, and they can land on their feet or uh-huh. on their back or on their side, and the combinations of the two get you a certain amount of points. Okay. It's a cool little game, and it's easy to pick up and play because it's there's no board. It's just a just the dice. couple of pigs. 
That's cool. Yeah, I, I, love love, it. I dig it. There's also a giant version of it. Giant pigs? Like big pigs, past the pigs. It's just these pigs are like the size of your hand, uh, which isn't as fun. I, I wouldn't want it. I like the little tiny. You can play with the real pigs. <laughs> play with real pigs if you want. The Muppet version. Yeah. Pigs in space. Yes. <laughs> pigs in space. Tyler. I had to go check my board game shelf out, out there because like, what is the name of this? Oh. Um, so number eight is, forget the first time I played it. It's probably the first time I ever played a DVD-based board game for like the questions and everything. So seen it. Seen ah, it. seen I it. I love yeah. the shit out of seen it back in the day. We had Seinfeld seen it. But I haven't played that in a long time. Yeah, those are cool. It's games. out there, and I couldn't play it if I wanted to because I don't have a DVD player. Those are really I guess neat. I put the PS5. Multimedia, <laughs> multimedia games when those started happening, like you don't know Jack and stuff. Those mm-hmm. were great. Those were good. Does the PS? Will the PS5 play DVDs? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it will. <laughs> no, I mean, I, re- I honestly. Oh, you mean like know. standard DVDs? Right. Yeah. Could I put a seen it disc in my it, PS5? I think you can just Blu-rays. play. I think you can just play DVDs in a Blu-ray player. I think it's backwards compatible, but I don't know. I could be wrong. PS5 standard edition supports both Blu-rays and DVD discs, according to VideoProc.com. All right. <laughs> Want to play about seen HD it? DVDs? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. The PS5 is not compatible, all caps, with and cannot, all caps, play DVD-ROM features. This is Reddit. Uh, I don't know. Judges are out. Okay. Mm. We'll have to see. I think I heard a rumor that you have to, like, download an app to play, like, a Blu-ray on the Xbox or something like that. I don't know. (laughs) I have never, like... I'm done buying (laughs) Blu-rays. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like... Games like Nintendo Switch games, I will buy physically, but if it's in some disc based, I will buy too. But as far as fucking movies, that ship has sailed for me. Yeah. It is like I want to watch this now, and I want to pay whoever eight dollars for it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Gage still collects them. So I used to, man. But, yeah, no. I respect the game, but I'm gonna go get though. What I'm gonna do though is ask him if I can. Um, borrow his entire yeah. really super expensive collection of DVDs and 4Ks and all that kind yeah. of stuff and then sell it like he did with my DVD collection. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't like about it is... We don't have cable. Can I borrow your DVD collection? <laughs> yeah. Two years later. Hey, where's our DVD collection? I have collection? cable now. <laughs> oh, I sold it. Oh, that my fucking God. Sucks. Cool. Thanks for that. That's awesome. I I only spent. My family member did something like that too. I yes, know the pain. Yes, they did. I just don't. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I got a new TV. I guess I rebuy all these movies that I've already bought on DVD and then bought on VHS before that. So I guess this kind of sucks. This isn't Chrono Trigger. Like <laughs> I can't just keep buying this. Yeah. yeah. Digital <laughs> is the way yeah. for me, especially. I'm tired of buying Back to the Future, yeah. y'all. Like, yeah. so tired. I like it, but. <laughs> I paid like $150 for that movie over and over and over. I think you're up. Or did you pick? Uh, did I? Guess who was oh, my last one? Guess I think, who was right? your last one? Oh, you did Pass the Pigs. Then yeah, seen then, it. Then then seen it. Now, and that's back to that's me. Back oh, to fuck. You. <laughs> I'm going to go with 
Are you a talk show host? The game of life. <laughs> <laughs> I threw the card. No one could see it other than the other. It, was, can we, it was good. Can it we put a, well a window breaking sound effect yes, in there? Yes. Thank you. Probably. Rip it in half. Probably. I just got to make sure to adjust the volume. Apparently, I, I, I scratched out. I made a little static noise over the thing that I had yeah. to censor out of last week's episode. Yeah. And it sounded fine to me, but apparently it scared the shit out of everyone that's listened to it. Babby's ears, super loud. (laughs) Yeah, the babbies didn't like it. My turn. Yes, number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. nine. Memory. Memory. Oh, where you flip the card? Yeah. Like the mini game in Super Mario Brothers Three. Yeah, you got to remember where the yeah find the matching cards. Yeah, Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, my number nine will be uh, when my aunt used to babysit me a lot. We'd always play this game, and I love the shit out of it. Don't break the ice. Oh, yes. that I love that game. Yeah. Now I would you would think that under my current um, stressor level of jingas and operations, uh, things that can happen all of a sudden, that I wouldn't like break the ice. But I loved that game. That mm-hmm. was fun. Mm-hmm. We had it in kindergarten, and none of us knew how to play it. I don't think the instructions were in there, and we would just kind of put it together. It had a little, like little yellow hammer or whatever. Yeah. And you, so we would just hit the ice. I don't know how you're we supposed to play, but we'd hit the ice, pass the hammer, hit the ice, pass the yeah. hammer. It's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of that. It's the way you're supposed to do okay, it. Okay, good. If you are the one that knocks it to where all the ice falls out, you lose. You lose. Yeah. Because that was like a whole little bundle of... Don't break the ice. Connect for ants in the pants. Ants in the pants. And, some, and something else that were all like the white box little bundles That's that all came one. together. Was the fourth? It's my turn. Yes. Was the fourth one? Don't wake the dragon because that'll be my pick. I guess. I remember. Don't wake daddy. Shit. What was the dragon one? Maybe. Yeah, it was. Don't wake daddy. I don't yeah. know what the dragon one was. There was a. There was a game where. There was like a purple dragon. That's my pick. <laughs> the game with the purple dragon. It was a... Uh, pop that into the... It was an opioid-based board game. <laughs> they had one called Don't Wake Granny. I don't remember and You had to try one. to steal her cookies off of her little TV tray, and if you juggled it the wrong, did it the wrong way, she would pop up. And it was a, That's a more recent game. That was Dragon when, Snacks? No, I don't think it was that. Good Steam name, though. It is a good Steam name. Maybe it wasn't a purple dragon. Maybe I just thought as a kid that Don't Wake Daddy would be way cooler if it was a dragon instead. <laughs> that is also possibly That's, a thing. Might be how I see my father. It's good. It's getting blurry right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, your number nine is Purple Dragon Game? Purple Dragon Game that I might have made up. Slash maybe Don't Wake Daddy? Slash maybe Don't Wake Daddy, yes. Because that was another one we my aunt and I played a lot. And number 10. John Spartan, what's your boggle? <laughs> boggle. Boggle. Oh, shit, man. I'm trying to find this fucking dragon game, and I'm pulling some shit that I haven't thought about <laughs> in a long, long time. Oh, damn. Like a game called Shark Attack. Okay. Fuck, man. I'll be back later. I got to <laughs> I got to watch a shark attack video. I got to I have to toe dash real quick. 
my number 10 will be a game that I would play with my cousins, and they thought it was hilarious, and that might have been the first taste I got of like, yeah, I like me people laugh. This is fun, uh, which is pretty, pretty princess. Pretty, pretty all right. princess. So I, I you put on the, the tiara the and the earrings and all that, and they fucking love the shit out of it. Cool. Um, this isn't my pick, but a commercial that always bothered me a whole bunch is Crocodile Dentist. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like both Crocodile Dentist, <laughs> God, Crocodile Dentist. and fucking Mister Bucket, Mister Bucket spent fifty million dollars on advertising. They're like, we're gonna play this between Gilligan's Island and Charles and Charles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. And it's like that's all you're gonna get. Those the only commercials Charles and Charles brought to you by <laughs> Mr. Bucket, Mr. God Bucket, damn Mr. Bucket. Put your balls in my hat, know, man, Mr. Bucket. What have you seen the commercial recently? It's great because it, no. it is straight up just like oral sex for kids. The video, the board game. It's like I cannot believe any network executive was like, "It's fine, <laughs> Mr. Bucket." Aren't you a little curious? (laughs) (laughs) Women can't talk to each other in movies, but uh, I don't know. Kids can put balls in their mouths. (laughs) They're kids. I'll spit them right out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're on nine or ten. 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 This is it. This is it. Inclusion. Calling it after. Then I have to do an artisanal board Mm -hmm. game. I haven't done one yet. So. my favorite of the artisanal board games is Ticket to Ride. Uh, I figured that was coming. Ticket to Ride's a really, really fun uh, board game where you every player tries to build a, a railway and then um, make routes on that on that railway and fulfill routes and all that. And it's um, it's fun. It I'd doesn't to, sound like it would be. It sounds good. I'd like to try that. Honorable mentions. Simon, and um, win, loser, draw. Barrel yeah. of monkeys. Oh, barrel of monkeys. I about barrel of monkeys. God. Stressor. Uno. Fucking Uno. I avoided card games because I thought that would open a. I didn't say it because yeah. I didn't know if that would be applicable. But yeah. I feel like Uno belongs in the board game category just yeah. because it's so. It's been around. It's straightforward. Forever. You know, it's not like Magic the Gathering yeah. is definitely a different card game. Sure. Uh, Settlers of Catan. Yeah. yeah Risk. Yeah, Risk. There's a game out there that I love called Imagine If. We used to play that every Thanksgiving with my family. Imagine if we owned Mr. Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Cranium. I loved Cranium back in the day. That was a good draft. That was a good draft. I'm still trying to find that fucking dragon game. <laughs> and you Maybe will it, be for the rest of your life. <laughs> I think it, may, it might have involved eggs. Also, Shark Attack. Man, this isn't going to mean anything to anybody at the table, but I forgot I had this fucking game. And bed bugs. Oh, bed bugs. (laughs) Right, totally. Pig Pong. I never would have thought of it, but it's here on this list. And it's like, I remember that fucking box. Didn't know a single goddamn person who owned Pig Pong. Me neither. I love Candyland as a kid. Oh, Candyland. Candyland. Uh, I've learned to hate Candyland because that was the game Cohen liked to play the most when he was little. His first board game was Candyland, and I fucking hated it after we played it 700 (laughs) times. Tanya played it even more. Twister. 
Twister is a good one. Yeah. You mentioned Connect Four. Mm-hmm. I had Connect Four. We mentioned Operation. I also have Connect Four at my desk at my office. It's another easy one to pick up and play. Nice. Checkers. I like checkers when I was before I learned to play chess. I like yeah, checkers. Man. God. My dad wouldn't play a lot of games with me, but he would fucking relish in destroying me at checkers. <laughs> it's like a I'm terrible at checkers. I mean, che- checkers is what made me fall in love with Melissa. Yes. Because I remember, yes, I remember. Not how fast she could run? I, I, I just <laughs> thought of that recently. It made me fall more in love so with We're talking her. about Taz here. Come on. <laughs> uh, it was, so we met in sixth grade, boyfriend, girlfriend, and, but I remember it was seventh grade where she invited me to her birthday party at her house. Um, I remember I had my mom take me to the mall. I bought a new outfit. I was all excited. And I went, and it was in her basement, and she was all her friends. I really didn't know anybody, so I was kind of a wallflower. And she noticed that, and she brought over uh, that version of checkers with the big black and white rug and the giant checkers. Oh, yeah. And that's what we did for, like, the rest of the night. She took that out of her party. She was like, hey, I want to spend time with him. He's a, and then she and I just laughed and talked and played checkers for like the rest of her party. And that she was, liked you and too. That was, yep, that was that was it for me at that point. All right, all right, motherfucker. I want to show you this so you'll stop gaslighting me. <laughs> Don't wake the dragon. <laughs> all right, all right. Abort the board game. I just uploaded that. <laughs> It does look a little AI generated. It's weird this dragon has eight fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Its teeth are weird. (laughs) Yeah, don't wake the dragon. You steal the motherfuckers. Yeah, look at this. Look how cool this looks. So I was like, Jonathan, wake up. I need you to draw a dragon. (laughs) Don't wake the dragon and upload it real quick. Boar, where you steal that you steal the dragon? Oh yeah, eggs, I've seen that game. Oh like a 3D shit! Damn, model dude. Terrain. Damn, that is very deep. But I know what you're talking about now. Wow, that's, that's some kindergarten shit right there. I'm glad oh. you found it. Me too, man. That was <laughs> driving me fucking crazy. Shoots <laughs> and ladders. I played shoots and ladders. Shoots and as a ladders. Kid. I also yeah. hate that one because of the whole Candyland. Same Candyland <laughs> thing. Trouble. Trouble. Sorry. You picked trouble. I, what I meant was sorry. Yeah. Sorry. 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 They're the same game. It's just <laughs> trouble are. has the problematic bubble. One's the American version, one's the Canadian version. The Canadian version. version. <laughs> one's fuck you. The other one's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> one's just gunshot noises. The yeah. other one's sorry. I don't know why I loved it so much in high school, but what, Mancala? To where it's like the board with all the divots and you have rocks that you put in. I don't know that and you one. Are, no, either. I remember playing it. My friend and I played it all the fucking time. And it's just putting stones in a in like 20 holes, taking turns. Nice. Put your stones in my hole. Nice. <laughs> Man, Kala, put the stones in my <laughs> hole. <laughs> you go like Mr. Bucket, but hate chasing that fucker around the living room. Play Man, Kala. <laughs> <laughs> Bioshock board game. I mentioned that for Shake. I played that once, and it's been out. It's been on my shelf for ten years. Yeah, I played it. Yep. <laughs> I I, hey, the one time I played Period. it was with you, and that's it. Yeah, that sentence is over. <laughs> <laughs> Very declarative. I played. I liked it. it. <laughs> 
I've never played Risk though, but I know oh, some people love I that show. Under, I could never understand it. A, a buddy of mine, Bob, he played Risk. It was like his Risk is awesome. favorite game, and I was never, I never really understood it. I think if I tried it now, I probably would. Oh but, yeah, totally. But he he was into it. Yeah, Risk was time. a lot of fun. I used to play solo Risk um because for the longest time it was just me in the house i was the only kid in the house yeah. and it was like well i own risk just gonna simulate warfare and then i'd <laughs> set all the i'd set them all i'd randomly generate who got what country to start and all that and then just like okay let's see who wins all right that's what it was like living before uh the internet but you know what you could? Oh, you're telling me? I know. <laughs> you know I never what, ever what had a game babbies. You could have played yeah. by yourself as a kid. Clue on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, that's on the my only list real of good version things. of way to play it is by yourself against the computer. Yep. Well, stay tuned, everyone, and we'll be back to talk about Clue. Clue. And now for a lot of movie talk and a little bit of game talk. The Clue Talk. The Clue Talk. That's so, it. Yep. <laughs> Bye. We mentioned this the game. Is, we're done. This is, yeah, our intro was longer than most of our old episodes. <laughs> that is true. Hope you enjoyed that. Back when we used to be like, it's close to an hour. We better wrap it up. Yeah. Okay, so I am going to summarize the movie before we start talking about it. Please. That way we don't like have to go back and yeah, do that later. Totally. Uh, this is the part of the show that we like to call Ian Reads from Wikipedia. I'm glad it came back in Ian form. Uh, it's, uh, Clue is a 1985 American black comedy mystery film based on the board game of the same name. Directed by Jonathan Lynn, who co-wrote the script with John Landis, which is why we picked this, because John Landis directed The Blues Brothers, which we watched mm -hmm, last mm -hmm. week. Uh, and produced by Deborah Hill, it stars the ensemble cast of Eileen Brennan, Tim Curry, Madeline Kahn, Christopher Lloyd, Michael McKeon, Martin Mull, Leslie Ann Warren, and Colleen Camp. T to me, this was a... Fucking top shelf. This was it's a, a heavy-hitting cast. cast. I love every single person in this movie. Can I tell you what blew my fucking mind? Please. Is I didn't recognize Colleen Camp. Oh, I had such a crush on her. I mean, I remember her from Clue yeah. in the 90s in Comedy the Central. Yes. She's the maid. Okay. She plays Yvette. Gives us a little panty flash at one point, which is probably where that all started for me. <laughs> I didn't realize that she is um, Noah's wife. In Wayne's world, Mrs. She's yes. Mrs. Vanderhoff. I had no Good. idea. I, I forgot that. I forgot about that. I was. Yeah. I just Tap saw Wayne's layers. Levels, Jerry. Yeah, I actually did know that, and I had forgotten that we about her being in Wayne's. Your world. wife is a yeah. babe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and she is a babe. Colleen Camp was hot. She's also in Sliver. Which I have definitely masturbated to in middle school so many times <laughs> that it might, I, maybe to her, I don't know. I, I haven't rewatched Sliver. So, don't remember a lot of the faces, but no, <laughs> I don't. Is there a Sliver SNES game? <laughs> I hope not. No, I hope so. Uh, on goes this article. I'm not going to go through the whole Wikipedia article, but there is an important thing that I do want to talk about right out of the gate. Um, 
Inspired by the nature of the board game, the film's initial release featured various different endings with one of three possibilities sent to each theater. So when this movie premiered, if if you watch Clue now, you see... The, the three different endings. Kind of like Wayne's World. Kind of like Wayne's World, <laughs> exactly. Another tie-in uh, where they do one thing and they say, that could have happened. They reveal a killer. But here's what really happened. Mm-hmm. Then they do a, another one where they reveal another killer, and then they go, and that ending's fine, but this is what really happened. And then they tell a, do a third ending. Mm-hmm. Which and is there was a yeah. there was a fourth that's, ending that's shot that they decided not to go with. Um, not to include really, but yeah, and I'll I'll bring that up later. But uh, so what happened was when this movie was made, there were different endings sent to different theaters all across the country based on region. And so if you lived in Chicago and you went to see Clue, you would see a di- possibly see a different ending than you would see, say, in Orlando or in you know Oakland or something where they get all the good McDonald's pieces. The problem is they didn't let everyone in on the joke. And so the movie kind of shit the bed in the box office. It just barely came up under budget yeah. uh, in its box office take until, like they re- until everyone started realizing there were different endings. Because, you know, we didn't have... Back no then, in there was no internet yeah. in 1985. Just back then. Was yeah, wild. exactly. <laughs> I was one. So. <laughs> and so we didn't, they didn't have that. And if you didn't know, you just thought, well, that's kind of weird. It just ends. And it, I thought all the endings were funny. But it really took off whenever the producer, Deborah Hill, whenever she finally came up with the idea of, hey, let's release it again, only this time with all three endings tacked on and make it work that way and that that's what of course sort of cemented it as a cult classic it's 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 one of the great comedy movies from the early the mid to early 80s in my opinion if you want to adapt a board game movie this is how you fucking do it It was great and the cast the cast the cast it's so important i feel like the script i feel like the script is good it is but it's based on a board game right right but the cast like really elevates the script Coming yeah. my head. Oh my! That was improvised. Oh god! And that was it. Madeline Kahn's fucking specialty. Uh, she, of course, was in Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. Her, if you've not seen Blazing Saddles, young Frankenstein too. And yes, mm-hmm. Young Frankenstein. Uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Uh, oh. She was a Mel Brooks um, staple, mm-hmm. and her her type of humor. Her brand of humor, the way she sort of does oh, that God. weird, that makes me fucking laugh every time. And I got to hand it to Martin Mall, who was standing behind Leon. her. <laughs> yeah. Man, I fucking, I can't watch anything he's in, which is pretty much Clue and Roseanne, I guess. I yeah. yeah. Like, it's Leon. No, he's been in everything. But he mooned he Reagan was, on SNL. Yes, he did. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's great. He was standing behind her while she was doing that improv, and you could tell. He was just on the verge of losing his shit. <laughs> and I'm sure they had to do that several times. I would love, love to outtakes. see the outtakes from yeah. this movie it because it might be better than the movie. We you can't, could there's can't probably watch it on a PS5 though. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's probably an equal amount of outtakes as there is movie. Because it's a relatively short movie. Yeah. Um, but again, just one of my all time favorite comedies. Um yeah, it's it's to say something about the cast 
when I feel like Christopher Lloyd is the lowest energy of anyone on the cast. It's saying something to how high quality it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And, uh, of course, now we've got... Um, lost her name. Leslie Ann Warren, who plays Miss Scarlet, was originally going to be Carrie Fisher, oh. which I think would have been an amazing addition. Yeah, but she was actually entering drug rehab at that point and couldn't take the role, which is a shame. Good for her because yeah. she was able to get in and she was able to get clean and get a lot better. I mean, not perfectly better, but a lot better. Um, but she would have been an excellent fit in this cast. Yeah. And then... Um, Michael McKeon, I'm sorry, just blew my mind just how criminally young, young. Oh Michael my God, McKeon I know. is in this movie. Like, compare him there to Better Call Saul, yes. and it's like Jesus and Spinal Tap. And SNL when and he's on SNL. SNL. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, he's great in the he's movie. He's so good. He's <laughs> he's so low key, uh-huh. but that's his that's his deal. Mm-hmm. He's always kind of low key. He's and a good, quiet he is straight a man. Good straight man. You're not wrong. Uh, Tim Curry, Conehead, Conehead. Yeah, he is good in Conehead. Tim Curry's in this movie. He yes. plays Wadsworth the Butler. Mm-hmm. Um, Him who, running at the crime scene to crime scene, explaining everything is like. The oh, best. My God, it's a great scene when he grabs the knife and goes running like he's reenacting. <laughs> and he, he's basically rehashing the entire first half of the movie. And at one point, they all would be like, get on with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> we know. Get on with it. Um, <clears throat> Rowan Atkinson was originally considered as to be the butler. Uh, I don't like that. Well, they, I mean, that's they, nothing against him. But they man. didn't run with him because he wasn't very well known in the United States. He couldn't have and carried the he twist. Wouldn't have, he wouldn't have Tim carried Curry has it as that well. Underlying yeah. deviousness to him. Yeah. I, this is to me is like I know the whole cast is great, but to me this is a Tim Curry movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, for you know, sure. You know I mean? He is like, the he's the star of the show. Yeah. And they're, this and the worst witch. <laughs> Tim Curry movies. He's in it. They're Tim Curry movies. Um, one notable cameo in the movie, uh, Jane Weedlin. The guitar player from the Go Go's is the t- singing Telegram. Oh wow, girl! Uh, yeah, that g- she, <laughs> she's, holy shit! That's, that's Jane. That's uh, she's the rhythm guitarist for the Go Go's. That's awesome. Uh, I didn't which know that. was really neat. I thought that was cool. That then she was in the movie for all of you know five seconds. Uh-huh. Uh, just everything was. Everything about this movie makes me happy. I, I have uh, the first time I saw it, I loved it. I loved how funny it was. I love how kind of raunchy it is, kind of racy. All the women are wearing evening gowns that show too much cleavage. Colleen Camp is wearing a French maid outfit. My goodness. Essentially, she, all of Christopher Lloyd's <laughs> jokes are him staring at her cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she has easily the most cleavage I think I've ever seen in a not porno you know, in a long it's time. It's abundant. Huge cleavage. <laughs> Tracks all the cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> and I also love how they every little thing about the board game, they do find a way to incorporate. Yes. Like they cover all of it, and it's so... Beautifully done. I feel like you could study this in screenwriting. Hmm. Absolutely, because they are they are saying we want to base this movie off of a popular board game, mm-hmm. and 
uh, <clears throat> they have the secret passageways and the music, or the conservatory and the study and all of the things. And it's the house is even laid out in the same sort of general way yep. as the board. Yep. Uh, it's, it's you're not good. wrong. It's it's amazing how well they did that. And then all the secret passages <laughs> and yeah. everything that they put. It's yeah, it's phenomenal. I did find out. I mentioned this last week. I did find out that there is still ongoing talks about a remake, a remake of this movie starring Ryan Reynolds. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I've, I've heard about this. Did you, maybe you told me this. It's been in, I, I mentioned it last week. Okay, okay, that's it. It's been in the works since probably about 2018. At one point, mm-hmm. Jason Bateman was thinking about being in it, but he wasn't brought in. And I can't remember who all they've considered doing, but it's just going to be a modern remake of... Mm-hmm. This movie, just, I'm sh- I'm hoping just get that the Always Sunny cast. Just do that. It would work. <laughs> just do it. That. Would work. <laughs> Everyone f- and and Ryan Reynolds. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think Ryan Reynolds would be. Well, the he one and to Rob Macklin are like best friends now. So. Oh well, there, there you go. go. There we go. We oh. just wrote a movie. We just solved it. <laughs> <laughs> but I I am excited to see a passion project remake of mm-hmm. such a classic movie. I don't think they're going to get it wrong. I think it's just going to be an updated version. Just do a shot-for-shot shot remake with, new, with a new cast. Pretty much. You wow. could, and I would watch it and be happy with it, I think. Um, but just, yeah, everything about this movie makes me makes me happy. It's one that I, I truly love watching, and there's so much classic comedy in it, so many good sight gags, Things that are just the subtlety of the comedy, you know, some of it's mm-hmm. overt and some right. of it's really subtle the way they look, some of the faces they make, some of the reactions they have, you know, everything about it is is just super well done. The mild and, necrophilia. It's yeah. All, it's all so good. Uh-huh. <laughs> the scene where they're... There's a, so this... Cop Madeline Kahn kissing the, the dead yeah. body. And then they've got the other... Yeah. The maid, like... Opening your eyes open the, while they the, the, while they're making out by the curtain and and um, Eileen Brennan is behind with her arms going <laughs> st- behind it like she's holding on to him and kissing him. Uh, the maid was one of the funniest parts of this movie. The way they keep moving her body and it one and she's got to play dead. And at one point, they literally <laughs> drop her face on the floor they're holding up her body and the two that are holding the front just kind of drop her but their legs are still being held up and she still has to stay still and i thought i think maybe she just didn't get enough recognition for her ability to play a dead body because she was like weekend at bernie's good at being dead so props to her uh for that but I thought that the multiple endings thing was a neat trick. Mm-hmm. It's neat. I think yeah. that 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 it was the thing that ultimately did it in, though. I think that the, you gotta, as I've said, the best jokes well, that, are the ones you have to explain. Incorporating every part of the board game is the, right because that's <laughs> it has the random. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think random it is sure. brilliant. And I, but I think yeah. a lot of people were. It wasn't as easy to just turn on in the internet and on YouTube and ready. see it. I, I think I, that's, that's the case. it. I, think I it's agree. A, I think the time period. I mean, that's a tough one to today. Appreciate. That would it's be the, it's the Dreamcast of board game movies. It would work today, and at the yeah. very least, you could put a UPC or a QV, QR code at the end of the credits to scan to take you to the other endings. Mm. If you really mm. were being 
tricky about it, you know? Yeah. But you're right. It, it was a brilliant idea that was just a little too far ahead of its time. Yep. So I think that's what did it in at the box office because people just didn't understand, well, you know, okay, neat. It, it's an ending. And that's all the endings work better when they're played in conjunction with the alternate. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. So I also think the comedy itself, like, I mean, I was four years old in 1985, and I didn't see Clue until it was appreciated on like a cult level. Right. So, like, it was on Comedy Central. Right. All the time. All the time. It was on, yeah, Comedy Central. And I, the first time I saw Clue was probably not, definitely wasn't in the correct order. You know what I mean? It's just like, (laughs) there's 30 minutes of Clue here. Oh, there's 30 minutes. Okay. I guess that happened before. Um, But I don't, I mean, I can't name a 1985 comedy that like is anything like clue it just feels like its own completely its oh own yeah animal. and it's it's one of the rare times when a board game adaptation movie kind of works i know we've had battleship which i didn't see have we had i liked battleship the movie but it wasn't it wasn't a good movie but i liked it have we had a, have there been others i really don't know honestly i would I don't know either. Now that I say it out loud, I I would have immediately. I would have said initially. Oh yeah, there's been a ton. Jumanji, Jumanji, that counts, right? That does count. That's based on a board. Well, right. It's a fictional board game, but then they made a real board game. Then now it's a real board game. (laughs) There's a Ouija movie. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that. There's a Monopoly documentary. I've seen the Scrabble documentary. It's good. They need to make a, a a series like Billions or um one of those like greedy rich family and just it be based on Monopoly. Let's call it Monopoly. Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, ten movies based off board games. Battleship, thirty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's not a good movie. But I love it. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Boo. Saying trading cards are almost a board game, right? <laughs> Clue, never heard of which it. only has a sixty-eight on, on Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes critic or That's audience. Crazy. It doesn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. This list doesn't say, but I bet it's. I bet it's critic. Because yeah. I'm sure they're pulling from the old. Yeah, audience well. audience score for Clue would be probably room. in the nineties if I had up. to guess. Saying labyrinth because mazes are puzzles. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. Was this thestretch.com? Yeah. <laughs> Ouija, Origin of Evil, Game Night. Oh yeah! Wow, that's, that's a not stretch. based on a board game. <laughs> it's just games. Uh, Werewolves Within, based okay. on the video game of the same name and takes heavy inspiration from One Night Ultimate Werewolf which is a card game. Ready or not. Pi. P.I.? Uh-huh. I've watched that, but... Based on a board game? That comes with a drill? <laughs> Pi is loosely based on the board game Go. Oh, that's a... Says Darren Aronofsky. Go is like a... Ancient. Ancient yeah. Chinese secret. I still don't <laughs> understand how to play Go. The Seventh Seal... <laughs> Oh my God! That okay? So, it's not a very common thing, apparently. Nope. I was reading a little bit more about these alternate endings. Um, Candyland should be a fucking movie, though. One of the things was that they didn't tell. 
says this type of gimmick may have worked were it not for the fact that the endings were distributed by region, likely implying the viewers would have to travel well outside their usual movie theaters if they were to see the alternate endings. Even if they went to a different theater, there was no guarantee which ending they might see, and there's no evidence that the regional divide was ever made apparent to the ticket-buying customer. So it's like... Again, they no one was in on the joke. Or if no you travel to a different city and it's on. the same one, yeah, that I'd, would be, I'd be pissed. Yeah. So I went to RottenTomatoes.com and I, the Stretch.com got it <laughs> fucking crazy wrong. Uh, they've got a they've got clued as a seventy one percent with an eighty six percent audience score. Okay, that, that, that sounds better. Yeah, that better sounds more accurate. I, it made, I just wanted to make, I just wanted to feel better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> that was like that's criminally <laughs> that's low. bad and like. Ouija, the evil within had like an 86. Fuck, I guess I'm going to watch that. (laughs) (laughs) Type Uh, Tim Tim Curry a letter as I watch it. (laughs) (laughs) This is an interesting uh, excerpt from this article on Collider about Clue. Uh, the fact that the film has prompted many written retrospectives, a rocky horror-like screening situation, and a luscious television life speaks to both the skill of everyone involved with the film and the gravitas of every single decision a filmmaker makes. Had Lynn chosen to combine the endings from the beginning, things might have ended differently. Clue is a uniquely brilliant film that uses an intellectual property in a way that was unparalleled probably until the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, yeah, okay. which is a That's really a, apt yeah. comparison. Yeah, in my, I agree with that. Because I was like, Pirates of the Caribbean? That's the most boring ride at Disney World. Turns out they could make some pretty decent fucking movies out of it. Yeah. That was one where people were coming back from watching it and I couldn't believe I was like, I could I couldn't believe them. And it was that like, they were saying that, how that good it was. It was. Really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I was remember the same going way. to see it kind of begrudgingly. Yeah. And then coming out and being like, that was, it was pretty fucking good, good, good movie. movie actually. <laughs> <laughs> um it says Smart, funny, well-acted satire that utilizes both murder, mystery, and board game tropes to entertain and delight. It's especially ironic that the film's future could have ended differently if things had ended differently. Uh, the murder behind the death, the murderer behind the death of Clue, will probably always remain unknown. However, as the film is enjoying its fruitful second life, the suspects can hopefully sleep soundly. I just, I really like sort of the post the afterlife that this movie has had yeah, and that so many people are into it and that it's still, it's, 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 it's a classic. It's one of those things that people still talk about. Oh yeah. And that, that means something. 100% agree. So no, I'm glad, I'm glad you picked clues so we can go back mm-hmm. and, and watch again and talk mm-hmm. about it. It's really good shit. I love Tim Curry. I've never been another Tim Curry. Yeah. Do they make a Rocky Horror Picture Show SNES game? <laughs> no, I don't Damn think it, so. Janet. <laughs> they, made a, they made a third season of Roseanne Super Nintendo game. Colonel <laughs> <laughs> Mustard's in it. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Curry was one of the big bads on that show Criminal Minds um, for like a whole s- several several episodes. He was gross he played dale the whale and monk for a minute too yeah there are some old music videos out there uh that tim curry did when he was in early in his career after rocky horror uh like music videos uh and they're pretty great i haven't seen those (laughs) they're great highly recommend uh, uh, watching one of those 
And they're like, a re- I want to say they're original songs, but I don't know. Well, you want to talk about the game? Yes. Okay. Clue for Super Nintendo. Yeah, and you're going to have to do most of the talking because I didn't even play it this week. I was just so busy at work and lost track of time. And I kept thinking I was a day uh, behind what it really yeah, was because I started work on a Tuesday. Tuesday. I kept yeah, thinking I had a whole... today. And, I get uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Wimpy. Uh, I, I thought today I, I was laboring under the delusion all day yesterday that today was Wednesday. Yeah, I get it. Uh, and so I... Realized it was Thursday, and I had a lot of work to do today, and I was like, well, I'm not going to play the game this week, but I'll know about the movie. I I played Clue on the SNES for an hour, and I was mad at it because I thought it was a different day. <laughs> I was like, I have to do this now, and what I want to do is play Final Fantasy real bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I know what I'll do. I'll run it in the back. I'll run, I'll run Final Fantasy in the background. I had to stop that because it was fucking up the recording for YouTube. So I was like, all right, fine, Clue, you win. I'll play you for an hour. You have my attention for one hour. And it went by pretty fast. Yeah. So, I mean. uh, I was trying to remember how to play it because if you don't really know how to play it, the game is hard to figure out. It is. And I feel like because they don't tell you how to play it in the game itself. And I downloaded the instruction manual from Hasbro.com. <laughs> they have the PDF SNES instruction manual. Scanned in crookedly. It, yeah, it's like <laughs> they, they took the time to scan it. Just it's like, like you get it at a video yes, store. Great job, like, Hasbro. Yeah. You all deserve the $5 million bonuses yeah. you gave each other before laying off a 1,000 people. Right. <laughs> they got like the intern to scan that oh, in, yeah. and he didn't oh, give yeah. a shit. And he did not know all the shit tool. And then they fired <laughs> <laughs> and they fired him, yeah. Uh, but I just thought it was so fucking crazy that it's like, wh- why did you do that? It seems weird. And then, Ian, you pointed something out in the instruction manual that so, I really want you to do. Here's the thing about this game. One thing I do know about this game, even though I didn't play it, is that apparently it came with a pad of paper pre-printed mm-hmm. so you could keep track of what you were doing just like you do in the regular game so if you go and look at a weapon you know that that weapon was you not used mm-hmm. you cross it off your list and you it keeps track of your list of suspects this would be a rarity right to find this game in the wild oh, with, with the paper in the box. box and all that that would be tough that would be think interesting that is, to try to find but one thing you can do According to the instruction booklet, uh-huh. which I'm thinking about trying. Please, if you don't, I will. I can, I'm I'm going to because I think I, it would be I, a fun. If neither show one of you thing. do, I won't either. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so since this hand game, on flopsy, <laughs> oh. hand on flopsy. If you don't, if what, someone on this show is going to do, I'll do that. it. I'll do it because I really want to know what happens. So what happened? What, what we're talking about? <laughs> Sorry. What we're talking about is at the end of the instruction manual, it gives you a mail-in address and it says to send a dollar and fifty cents to Parker Brothers, uh, and request that they s- and that will cover shipping apparently, uh, and they will send you another pad of paper. <laughs> So if you go through all the ones they send you and you need more, 
for a buck fifty, you could send in, you could send off for more. Uh, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna enclose a dollar fifty and my ret- and, and a sazy, uh, and or a note with wow. my address yeah, on it. Took it. me a minute. Yeah, and say, give me a pad, and I'm gonna hopefully they will send one. Hopefully, someone with a sense of humor at Parker Brothers will see this and be like, "Hey, we got another one." <laughs> it's send them a case. I'm just curious who has that PO box now. If if I bet it's still if them. they still have it, or I don't know if someone else is gonna get a dollar fifty. That's funny. <laughs> and too. if they do, I just want to know if they do. We're gonna see the shutter if they don't send us a pass. I will God have damn right. I, if they do, I will have sent my home address to a complete stranger. So how about I send a note with our PO box? There you go. And not my home address because yep. I wasn't even thinking about the possibility that some <laughs> rando might just have that PO box now. And they're like That's a how serial naive killer. I am. I'm fucking that Gen only X kills it. people who sends them a dollar fifty. <laughs> yeah. What's his name from Billy Madison? Gets it in the mail and puts on <laughs> lipstick. And, and then he goes, the "We got Steve one." <laughs> So yeah, I'll do that. Uh, this week I will put a or next. By the time this airs, I will have at least gotten it together. I'm gonna do it. If you change your mind, fuck, I might just do it too. See if we can just get so a they're couple. like, what the fuck? <laughs> Two people. Tadpog Nation. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, please. Is it legal if I read off the PO? I mean, it was publicly printed in the manual, it's, right? It's on the website. <laughs> It's on modern day Hasbro's website. Check the show notes at tadpog.com. There'll be a link to the PDF for the clue instruction manual. The official instruction manual posted at Hasbro. Uh-huh. Okay. We're doing a letter writing campaign. <laughs> I want to grassroots on this one. I just I was kind of hoping for the charming result of someone at Hasbro gets it and says, holy shit. Guys, do we have any of these? Let's send them one. Yeah. I, I I think that would be super cool and charming of them. It would, but it is Hasbro, so I would yeah. not get your hopes up. I don't want to. Uh, You're sticking a cease and desist letter. Yeah, we <laughs> would. We'd fire you if you worked for us. <laughs> and I'm Give se- me money. I'm sending cash. Money, please. The mail. One dollar and two quarters, or. <laughs> Get adjusted for inflation. Seven quarters, you know, at the <laughs> United Change Bank. It's change. That's all we do. Do a cashier's check. <laughs> Did you remember that SNL skit? Mm-mm. The Change Bank. Mm-mm. Oh fuck! <laughs> you should look that up. Change Bank on SNL. It was Smigel. He was one of the. But they're like, it change is all we do. Oh, uh, we yes. can give you a. Five and five singles. <laughs> yes, yes. I th- I, I, now I'm like, okay, wait. Has Ian talked about this before, or have I actually seen it? I haven't talked I know, about I it before. I remember what you're talking about because it is actually Robert Smigel. Like, yeah, it's him. Yeah. It's not like animated. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna try to get a. I'm gonna try to get one, a pad, and see if we can add that to our collection of fun things. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! So Clue came out for the Super Nintendo in 1992. It was published by Parker Brothers, which I think is interesting because there aren't many SNES games published by Parker Brothers. It's kind of that's kind of rare in its own right. Yeah, this is Monopoly. Um, 
It was developed by Sculptured Software. We've done a few games. Mm. We've covered a few games that they've done. Um, it uh, also when I was okay. So when I was doing research on this, and I was like, okay, they also did Monopoly. I knew that, but I didn't know that Parker Brothers had an unreleased NES game that I really, really want to play. It's from 1991, an NES game titled Drax Night Out. It stars Dracula as he searches for a girl named Mina with the aid of the Reebok pump shoes. <laughs> oh, yes. There Which is. ties in to Wayne's World. Yeah, totally. I want to show you the box art for Drax Night Out. Uh, I'd love to put this in the show notes, too, if we could put mm-hmm. it in there. Um, it looks like it looks like a, a joke. There is an illustration of a Holy cartoon shit. Dracula wearing Not some very realistic <laughs> Reebok sneakers. I was thinking more Kid Dracula and not that. That's amazing. <laughs> I I really want to. And Park, I don't know. Fuck it, we'll do it next week. We'll do it next week? <laughs> it was unreleased. So I oh, oh, there's no ROM or okay. something. I haven't looked. Anywhere. I've got my Steam Deck. I can see if it's in my collection of ROMs. Yeah, let's look. If it, if it, it. If it exists, I totally want to do it. Uh, but the gameplay for honestly Clue, surprised my Steam Deck didn't get destroyed when I hit that animal tonight. Uh, it is oh, downloadable God. from Wow Rom. Hey, Wow, Wow <laughs> Rom. Well, fuck, man. I don't know how complete it is, but let's 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 if it's complete, if it's playable, I say we do it. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, others. I see footage on YouTube playing through it. Okay, cool. Sweet. Drax that out. It'll be the first one. I mean, do we watch Dracula or something? I mean, I don't know. It's like it feels weird to not do a movie with it, but talk about Reeboks. Buy some Reeboks and review them. Then we can do other other prototype games, too. We'll do a prototype series. Socks to Cat, California Raisins. Boy, we've already done California California Raisins. Raisins? Okay. Socks to Cat, then. I played Socks to Cat. (laughs) We could definitely talk about Socks to Cat. (laughs) Man, I'm so, we've joked about doing Socks Cat for a long time. Yep. yep. Uh, but anyway, Clue, those are the facts about Clue. It is Clue, the board game, adapted faithfully to the SNES. Very faithfully. Um, you can play single player. You can play up to six players. Pass the, pass the controller Pass style. the controller. The problem with doing it that way, the problem with playing Clue on the SNES... With other people is that you have to... I don't have it. We'll get it. <laughs> we'll get it. Uh, we'll buy it. I know a guy. We can buy it legally from yeah, yeah. Parker Brothers. I know, I, know, I know Parker. Yeah. <laughs> I know one of the one brothers. One of the Parkers. <laughs> Peter. He won't come off of those fucking uh, pads, clue pads, but we can get track. <laughs> he can track that out. Um, so the way it works, if you play clue multiplayer... <laughs> In the board game Clue, everybody, at the beginning of the game, everybody gets cards yep. that only that player is supposed to see. Right. So the I way think. they handle it on the Super Nintendo version. Well, you go and you go into the different rooms in the board game, and when you're in there, you get to look at stuff that's in the room. I don't see, I haven't played the board game properly, probably 
ever. Okay. Oh, it's been 30 years since I've played this I've game. I've recently Absolutely, played bare it. minimum. So I don't, I, I, I mean, this is good that you played it recently. So there'll be like the different stuff in the different rooms. There's like cards, there's right? In cards the and, and stuff. And then you can look at, when you go into a room, you can look at one of the things in there and it'll let you, that's how you eliminate like that's how you start to eliminate things that can't possibly be so in the, the... Yeah, the point of Clue okay. is to guess the three cards in the confidential right. envelope the in the center, care, right? Who, no. who did oh, it, yeah, where the they center. did it, yes. and what they used to do it. Right. And that's put in an envelope at the beginning the of the game. Three cards no one has. Right. And then as you go through, you start to... You you start to keep track. You mark off the stuff you've seen so you can say, well, I just found Colonel Mustard. I know that it's not him. And then you can start to sort of glean who it is based on the process of elimination. Okay. That's, but if you, ask, you, get, you can ask other people questions. Yes. And okay. if you guess wrong, you're out. You're you lose. Right. But so at any point you can make an accusation if you think I'm just gonna go for it. Like you have two of the three, I'm just gonna go for it. Then, you know, you can, but if you're wrong, you're out. If you're really lucky, you could speed run this game. Very quickly. Yeah. It works a little different on the SNES uh, because when you go into, you have to go, t and it makes sense now you telling me, because like in the SNES game, you have to go to a room. Mm -hmm. And it's like before you can. You roll a little hand rolling dice and you move your little marker. And you can hold down the B button as long as you want. And the guy just makes a jerk off motion <laughs> the whole time. And then you release it and he also releases. Super hot. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would work in a pinch. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a hand guy. Yeah. I mean, if you're David Duchovny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, so in the SNES game, you have to go to a room, and then once you go to the, bless you, once you go to the room, you can make a suggestion. So you go to a room, and you're like, okay, uh, Colonel Mustard, Candlestick, and then it chooses whatever room you're in. Right. And then there will be a, a little vignette that'll show whether or not Colonel Mustard was that in that room. That is kind of cool. I love that. Is that is neat. Yeah, that is really cool. And then um, if all those things match up, you'll get a whole, like, the, the vignette will be complete. And you'll see Colonel Mustard pick up the candlestick and then, like, hit Mr. Body off screen. Kind of. You'll hear a yeah. oof. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And like in the board game you were you were describing the way you were describing it, you can make an accusation, and you only get one of those. And if you accuse the person, weapon, and room incorrectly, you're you're out. Yeah. Um, but if you're playing with multiple humans, mm -hmm. the other humans have to not look at the screen. Right. While you're That's looking. The Fatal flaw yeah. to this game. You have trust. to trust that no one is going to look. It's like, okay, everybody look away mm -hmm. so I can get my clue. And that's that's kind of the... It is. That's a bit of a bugaboo for me. Because it's like you can't be sure that someone's not going to just accidentally look up and see it. You know? Yeah. yeah. So. It, it would have been cool if... I was thinking if they <clears throat> came up with some kind of code where it's not like immediately apparent what somebody has. I don't know if that's possible or not, but I mean, there's like, yeah. it felt like there was no effort put into like keeping it. It, it is straight up like, and it doesn't even say in the game, 
for no one else to look. Right. But in the instruction manual, it's like tell the other people not to look. Right. Yeah, there should be like a countdown or yes, or something. something. Well, and there was a meeting, and they were like, "What do we do here? If we want to do this, what do we do here?" And they're like, "We're just gonna have to tell them to tell the other people not to look." And you have to trust that if you're playing on a system, the, uh, yes. If you trust, you trust also that if you're playing against the computer, that computer is being honest mm-hmm. and not peeking as well. But still, from what I could tell, from what I saw of it, it was pretty cool concept. Yeah, I thought it was really well done. I mean, really, like even be- I started playing the game begrudgingly, and then probably about once I got past the first game, it was like, okay, let's see if I can actually win a game there's multiple difficulty levels yes it starts on amateur and goes up to like it's detective detective. sleuth and then gumshoe and detective there there, there are like five or six difficulty stages there's quite a bit i played on the easiest didn't win a single match right but i was also playing with the maximum number of uh, players Mm -hmm. which made it more difficult there were several times where i knew the answer but it's like well my I'm four turns away, so someone it's probably going to get there before you. Uh Yeah, thought the music was appropriate. Yeah, made sense. I thought it looked it looked because I I got in just kind of I fucked around with it for like twenty minutes because I really I didn't remember how to play Clue. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, the cutscenes are nice because I'd I'd make a fake accusation because I'm just like "Ah, we'll see if I can guess right. Right? No, never did. And then, of course, they play out your accusation as a cutscene. Yep. And then somebody like Phoenix Wright style, there is evidence. Right. Yeah. That you Professor were wrong. Plum shows up with his <laughs> arms crossed. Yeah. I have evidence. I have evidence. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I, it's funny you say Phoenix Wright because I got those vibes too. Yep. You know, it was almost like, wow, this is kind of like Phoenix Wright. I could see a Phoenix Wright clue crossover kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Where yeah. they style it like oh, that. Man, just anime clue. <laughs> anime clue. I'm down. Cluedo. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's the deal with Cluedo? That's like the real name of the game, right? Originally is Cluedo. Oh, maybe. Something like I that. didn't know. You know. I've heard of that, but I didn't think about that being a real a possibility. <laughs> There's a little history of the game, like a very brief history about uh, how Parker Brothers bought the game. Yeah. <laughs> in the instruction manual. About how they murdered a man and figured out how they wanted to cover it up. Clue, fact or fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Based on not real events, we promise. Uh, sorry, but that's kind of it. Yeah. There's not a lot to say, but I mean, it's it doesn't... It's the thing it I do like Clue. about it is that it doesn't pretend to be something it's not. Yeah, I it's, liked it. It's a good little game. And I watched a little of a there's no weird platform levels interjected. Yeah. (laughs) And and I I I read the instructions when you posted them. I was just curious, you know. I uh, yeah, I wanted to know how to play the game. Like I said, we never played the board game right when I was a kid. It's a it's fine. I think it's a fine little game. Yeah. That's it. That's a clue. That's a clue. Yep. And you see what Flopsy has to say about it? Yeah, sure. What do you guys uh, what do you guys think? Flopsy has to say, is this what's the rarity of this game and how many what's the star value assigned to Clue? I'm gonna say that it's probably common. And I'm gonna say they probably gave this one three and a half stars. Common three and a half? Yeah. See, I can't imagine it sold super well. I wanna say uncommon three stars. I've never seen a copy in the wild. Uncommon, three stars. Um, 
I own it, so it can't be that rare. Yeah. I also, because I own it, I know how much I paid for it. So there's also like, and the, and the fucking flopsy, or not flopsy, price sharding. So it's kind of, I think this game is, man, I, I never saw it as a kid, but I could see Parker Brothers fucking like going all out yeah. on this. I think it's common or, or very common. Mm. I'll go very common, just make it interesting. Flopsy is usually pretty generous, but I don't know how they're going to feel about board this game weird adaptations. One. Yeah. I'd say two and a half stars. Very uncommon. Okay. According to Flopsy, a.k.a. the Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNES Library 1991 through 1998 by Pat Contry, courtesy of Monster Mold Mike and a shadowy, mysterious benefactor. Clue. For the SNES. <laughs> oh, I'm Five getting, stars. I'm getting the look. <laughs> Three and a half stars. Ooh, okay. Got it in one. Big winner. Availability common. I got both. Yep. Nice. Big winner. Very nice. If I had a pad of clue sheets, <laughs> I would give it to you <laughs> as a prize for getting it right on the nose. That's awesome, dude. I do bet complete in box. I bet that is expensive. Oh, God. I can only imagine. How much do you think it is loose? Loose, I'd say it's probably eight bucks. One dollar. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> Actual retail value of Clue, loose, on average, for the Super Nintendo, according to PriceSharing.com at the time of this recording, is $4.99. I think you're right, Dave. I think they just probably saturated the fucking market with these. I bet they were fucking everywhere. And, and it had a Genesis release, too. I oh, know yeah. it came out after the SNES. So um, I'm looking up right now because I am really curious how much Clue for the Super Nintendo is. They call it Slaughterhouse on Genesis, though. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's, it's, it's way better. <laughs> you actually see the murders. New is 60 bucks. Hmm. Damn. Well, that's damn near retail. Complete. I don't... Yeah. Hasbro's so still making them. Complete is 1993. Wow. I wouldn't have thought that at all. Okay. Those can't have the pads in them. They can't. That's going to be the maybe. selling point for me. If I'm going to, if I want a complete inbox set of Clue, I want that pad. I want that oh, with yeah, it, for that sure. accessory. Definitely. It's no, it's worthless without it. It absolutely is worth four dollars and ninety nine cents after after that. I want to get without rich that. enough that all my scratch paper is just it's, the pads from this game. <laughs> hey, I know you're rich and everything, but I'm tired of wiping my ass with clue pad sheets. It hurts. <laughs> They're so slick. I can't get clean. Do you guys have any achievements for this game? I, I do not. Unfortunately, I'm not prepared this week. I apologize. No worries. Um, I have a couple. My first achievement is it it the fl the the flames <laughs> flames on the side of my face. <laughs> In order to unlock that, I'm not doing that again. Uh, lose a game before you can even get into a room. It's possible, and yeah. I unlocked it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, roll the one. Sweet. Great. Roll another one. Okay. Cool. <laughs> and there's a two. <laughs> 
Uh, next achievement is Frankly Scarlet, I Don't Give a Damn. Yes. In order to unlock Frankly Scarlet, I Don't Give a Damn, lose against Scarlet as any other character and kill the power to the game during her victory speech. Uh, because when a character accuses, or when they solve the, the mystery, you get this fucking like Street Fighter 2 style, like Guile <laughs> won the battle. Like you get like this, and they shit talk. And like, I, this is one of my favorite parts of the oh, game, it's, it's honestly. Wonderful. That's awesome. Uh, and like, for example, Scarlet's is well, well. I won. I figured it out. I cracked the case. And uh, Colonel Mustard says, "Ha! Victory is mine. I knew it all the time." <laughs> and Mister Green is, "You never should have messed with me, kid." Damn. I know. Vicious. Uh, next achievement is, so I choose to expose myself. Please, there are ladies present. Uh, in order to unlock that, you correctly accuse yourself as the murderer, <coughs> uh, which always seemed weird to me. And Clue, I couldn't as a kid get over. To me, it was like it was more about who committed the murder and not like the other all stuff. The, the other stuff. So yeah. I remember having like Clue anxiety because, first of all, didn't know how to play the game. Right. Second of all, I'm like, fuck, I hope I'm not the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and this game does exist now. They have remade it. It's Among Us, essentially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next achievement is, okay, Chief, take him away. I'm going to go home and sleep with my <laughs> wife. <laughs> uh, in order to do that, you play this game for one hour and then turn it off. Nice. <laughs> do better things. Hell yes. I love it. I had two. Uh, you get nothing. Good day, sir. <laughs> Uh, make an accusation and be wrong and lose. Yeah. Uh, I unlocked one. that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and then my other one being communism is a red herring. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you unlock that by playing to the very end of detective mode, like the hardest difficulty, and getting it wrong at the very, very end and nice. losing everything. <laughs> nice. It's a red herring. That was a good Tim Curry. If, you, if you'd like, <laughs> we can take a small Miss Scarlet break. Martin Mole looks the exact same in 1985 and in Roseanne. He does. He's an ageless vampire. Man, he would make a good vampire. (laughs) I would watch that. Like a Gary Oldman-style Dracula, you know? I'm going to edit some of this. I didn't realize this was such a long scene. Because that's why the monologue is so impressive, because it's so long. It's so long, yeah. You could do that in speech and debate. I killed Yvette. I hated her so much. It, it, the, it, flame, flames, flames on the side of my face, breathing, breath, heaving breaths. (laughs) (laughs) All of that whole scene was built up, was listed as the Miss Scarlet scene saying that. (laughs) She's Mrs. White. Or Mrs. White, sorry. And then, that was literally the last thing in a <laughs> two and a half minute long scene. I will, hey, there was no ad though. Uh, and no <laughs> ad. That yeah, was good. I like that. No, I have premium. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, bro. Uh, I don't. I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll, I might juke that around a little later, <laughs> or not. And if so, fuck it. It's our show. We can do what we want. <laughs> That's right. 
Let's talk about the Dark Tower all we want. It's our show. That's yeah, right. In fact, That's let's right. just scrap this whole thing and start over and talk about the Dark Tower. I gotta be honest, this has been a really bad one. I think we probably should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what else? Tyler. Yes. If you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be and why? I would give it the the blood down the side of his face, Mr. Body Beard, after he is murdered. Really murdered or pretending to be murdered? Prete- well, I guess it depends on the ending. <laughs> I need He's to do- my butler. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you give this game a pair of glasses, what kind of glasses would you give it? The non-present in the movie Colonel Mustard Monocle. Yes. Never saw him this. with one. Just like this game was not present in my life growing up because I did not know it was a thing. Never saw it. Have you ever seen Mr. Peanut and Colonel Mustard in the same room at the same time? (laughs) (laughs) Or the Monopoly guy. Fuck! (laughs) There's that girl on TikTok who is going through and trying to find out what all these, um, what is it called? Where the, the, The different dimension, whatever that's called, where... Like the P- Mr. Peanut's monocle, not Mr. B- Mr. Monopoly's monocle, and the cornucopia and Fruit of the Loom. Oh, the Mandela Oh, the effect. Mandela yeah, effect. Thank you. Yeah. But she did what's really horrible is uh, she found out how the cornucopia was part the of a re- of the loom. Yeah, yeah. A rebranding effort to um, cover up a bunch of deaths from a chemical release that Fruit of the Loom did like in the 70s. Oh, damn. How is that like been, like up? completely, it has been like buried. And it was like, she was bringing all these internet resources up and court cases and stuff. And she's like, this happened and they've buried it. The, and part of their rebranding effort is to get rid of the Oh, Monocopia. rebranding, gotcha. Yeah. All right, so I say we get in the car, we drive to Bowling Green where the international headquarters of Fruit of the Loom are located. What? Storm in and demand. It's really in Bowling Green? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's if you drive when you're driving down the interstate and you pass Bowling Green, it it, it has a their building is right next to the interstate and it says Fruit of the Loom International Headquarters. <laughs> wow. So I say we go in there and we demand answers. Yes, I'm with you. Only if we make an elaborate paper mache cornucopia, put it over one of our vehicles. <laughs> Drive there, get out. I'm the grapes. You guys can figure out what other fruits you are, but I'm the grapes. We show up as fruits. I also say we fill it full of dead people and say, answer for your crimes. I mean, we killed these, but you also killed some. (laughs) But it's an allegory. You get it. Right? It's for protest. That means it's illegal. (laughs) It's in the Constitution. (laughs) Uh, I want to mention that uh, Brad from Arizona, yes. he sent in uh, a GamePro review for this game, which was actually, um, GamePro had some good things to say about it. Uh, GamePro kind of had a tendency to have good things to say about games um, and gave it overall like 4.5s and, uh, and 3.5, 3.5 being in sound. Sorry, sound. Mm. Everything I've come across has been positive about this game. And again, I think it's just because it's not, it didn't try to complicate things. Yeah. It just made a fucking just a video game. game version yeah. of its board game, which is probably something that could have happened more and gotten some success. I could see life 
and Scrabble and Boggle and all these games being Super Nintendo games. Yeah, I think I think Scrabble had an NES game. I'm not positive. Okay. I remember having it on DOS, I think. God, yeah. maybe I'm fucking... <laughs> Mandela effect. Yeah. <laughs> Don't wake the dragon, guys. <laughs> so we're going to do Drac. Drac's not out. Drax yeah. Night Out, the re the Reebok yeah. Dracula game. <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me the ROM. Find, let's find the ROM. Get it to me. All right. I'll, I'll, I'm in. I'm down. All right. I like how we're just slowly branching into something that's tangential to what we've done before. Yeah, it's in great. A more, in a more twisting, yeah, no, twisting I path. I love it. It's organic. Yep. <laughs> Too bad there's no movie to watch for it. Yeah. But that's all right. It's going to be weird. It will be weird, and that's all that matters. Get ready for a short one, folks. (laughs) might be an hour long. (laughs) I think that's it, right? Yeah. All good. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, You can find the show, iTunes, not SoundCloud, not Stitcher, but on Spotify, YouTube, all over the goddamn place. Uh, Got lots of shit going on, but most importantly... There's Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Tadpog or PissTasters.com. Taste the piss. Ooh, I like that one. That was a good one. That's extra salty. Uh, That's where you can go if you'd like to give us money, donate money to the show. Every little bit helps, and uh, we're very grateful for all of our donations, all of our loyal followers and loyal donors. Hell yes. Uh, Hell yes. But uh, we do have a list of people who donate $20 or more per month uh, to the show, and these are our executive producers. Uh, I'm going to read that list now, as I do every week, and give credit where credit is due. Uh, Plinko Nick Price, Cubicle Monkey, Cthusius Jeff Miners, Gamebug Prime, Nathan Eaton, Matt Gentile, a.k.a. Gentle G, a Louisville correspondent, Princess Consuela Banana Hammock, Flavor Trick, Taryn Dahl, congratulations on your marriage. Uh, Pinball Airplane Archmage, Chris Edler, sorry you couldn't be on this episode, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins, Drinksmith Joey Webster, Derek Pope Sandwich, and Big Ups by Usurper Grimm. Hell yes. Hell yes. Hell yes. Thank you, Grimm. Uh, Grimm is now... Back up in the executive producers list with the rest. And um, so thank you for that. And additional thanks uh, to Dane for being our backlog banisher and putting our show up on YouTube every week uh, on his own time and for no money. Uh, We do not share our money with him. Sorry, Dane. That's not ever going to (laughs) happen. We'd love you, though. And uh, Brad from Arizona, thanks for sen- continuing to send us fun stuff to mm-hmm. read uh, about the games that we cover mm-hmm. uh, from old game pros. That's really cool. Yep. It's nice to have that. So uh, I believe that's it. Well, our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive. We'll do that track found on the charts at tadpog.com. How do you guys want to close it out? Uh, as, let's see... Mrs. Peacock? Mrs. Peacock, okay. So until next time. You fucker. She's from Private Benjamin. Like, that's all I could think of. Yes, yes. I was like, where do I know her from? Where do I know her from? Besides Clue, because obviously Clue, that's where I've seen her the most. But then it's like, oh, Private Benjamin. Joel Instruct.
Tadpog is hosted and produced by Tyler Holland, Dave Moore, and Ian Chandler and is available wherever fine podcasts are hosted. Have a question or comment for the hosts? Call us at 270-883-2555 and leave us a voicemail. We'll even play it on the show and respond eventually. Want to send us something? You can do that at Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky 42002. Sick of us doing all the talking? You can join in on the conversation by visiting our Discord at bit.ly slash tadpogdiscord or tastethepiss.com. Not many things are truly free these days, but our Discord is, and we'd love to see you there. Our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive, and a link to that track can be found at the show notes at tadpog.com. Thanks for listening, and if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting platform. We'd really appreciate it. Attention, Dark Tower spoilers ahead. And the way, like, King writes, too, like, if I'm not paying attention for, like, a second, I'll be like, because today I was driving, but it was, like, traffic, something, like, distracted me, where it's like, oh, I don't want to get in an accident. Mm. And uh, all of a sudden... Um, Susanna didn't have her legs anymore. And I was like, how, how did that happen? I go back and it's like, oh, it was like two sentences where it's like, she, like oh, okay, that's how I missed it. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. It, it's, also, it's also there's so much that you have to hear that you didn't need to hear. That you didn't need to hear. Because, yeah. you know, like in, I, was, I was, I guess, not in the mood the other day and I was listening and it was it, the, still, I'm on the, beginning a wizard in glass still and you're making really good face at one point eddie irritated me because it was like he go it was when they get out of topeka and they go through the thinny okay yeah and he gives them he he gives them the bullets to put in their ears. ears yeah and he's like, Roland held out his hand with two of the forty-five calibers in his hand and to Eddie. And then he said... The wet ones. Wait, uh, I thought you said those bullets weren't any good. You said that they wouldn't fire anymore. You said that they wouldn't fire at all. Probably not ever. And it just went on like that. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> fucking stop. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Stephen King, dude, stop, stop. This is why your books are so fucking long. They're, you, you say too much. You've got to remind the reader. This is a thing. I understand having to remind the reader of things. Right. This is not one of the things that was relevant. And it's, remind. It's that, weird. Just take the fucking bullets. Because that stood out to me, too. Uh, and I rationalized it. I was like, well... It's showing the kind of person that Roland is. Like, that's kind of how I was like, because he's the kind of person who wouldn't throw those bullets out, despite the fact that yeah. they wouldn't shoot. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's the kind of person I am, because I wouldn't have thrown him out either. That would have made, it made absolutely perfect sense to me that he still had those bullets. Oh, it did, it did to me, too. And I'm just like, but, and it's like, he could have even just said, are those the wets? And Roland would have been like, 
Yeah, I like to keep things. Yeah. We don't throw things away. Cool. <laughs> that was it, but that shit went on too long. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, bro, stop it. <laughs> stop. All right, pause. I'm done. I had to fucking nope out. Like, okay, something's wrong with me. I'm not in the mood for this, and I'm just going to get cynical about it. So I'm just going to stop and listen to the How much how many bullets are in a case? 50? 50 bullets in a case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, five God. zero bullets. Man, I love the I'm, drawing of the I'm three. at the last thirty minutes of drawing. Oh man, that is such a good. That is such a good fucking book. It's a good book. It's a great fucking book, <laughs> man. Because it is like the shootout at the Leaning Tower. Everything with Eddie is fucking amazing in that book. I like the Detta Odetta stuff. Frank kind of like. <laughs> she thinks we are monsters. Honky muffas. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. <laughs> and it's got so much of that, like, rolling fish out of water in yeah, it that yeah. is just, like, the fucking best. Tudor fish. Right, because he is, like, the straightest of straight men. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, oh, like, the literal straight man. So, I mean, yeah. it is just, like, it's just all that stuff. And, like, it's cool seeing him, like, interact with New York City. And, oh, yeah. And that's going on right yeah. now. And, like, Toe Dash and the Wolves. Well, I think Wolves is really good. I'm not. Don't say too much about Wolves okay. because I don't remember 90% of it. And I'm only and a third of the yeah, way through. Probably about a third of the way through. So it might get bad, but I'm really. I, I remember liking it and I remember the gist of it, but the details have long since left my. My They've memory. Moved on. <laughs> They've moved on. My my memory has moved on. But drawing of the three was the tits, and I I, I had forgotten how much I loved the wastelands. Like, I think, given what our and I've got Wizard and Glass practically committed to memory, but. The Wastelands is a, is a fucking close second for Listen, me. I read The Wasteland I, in like two days in high school. It was so good. I'm looking forward to listening to it again because I've forgotten like so much of it. I like yeah. The Wastelands. So, like Lud will always like have a the special place yeah, in your I heart. I mean, that'll always, I'll <laughs> yeah. always remember that. And fucking Gasher. Gasher is a fucking Fucking Gasher, that goddamn motherfucker. I hate that motherfucker. Like I... I it was I was putting myself in a situation of thinking like I was in what how fucking creepy and horrifying that would be to be Jake oh, in yeah. that situation. Oh yeah. And it was it, it was it was tough. Jake is awesome. If if I didn't he is know awesome. if you had if if you'd read it first, I would have thought you'd based your in your epic six, that guy with the dual scimitars that cut off that kid's fingers. Yeah. I would have thought you'd based him on Gasher. On Gasher. Because like the way you talk about him is like, yeah, that's how I feel about that one NPC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gasher is a motherfucker. He's a fucking cunt. I and hate it's him. like it's like who do I hate more? Him or Jack Mortz? And uh I don't know. I, I don't know because I feel like Jack Moore is a, is a piece of shit, but he he went out well. You know, I like the way he yeah. went out, and but I think he's just psycho. <laughs> he's a he's just a psychopath or whatever. I something's wrong with that guy. Ain't nothing wrong with Gasher. He's just a fucking. He just he's just a piece of shit. <laughs> Gasher is a. It's piece just of the shit. way he is, and he's okay with it. 
And I mean, I, I don't know. That's a tough call because I fucking hate the TikTok man too. And I know he's coming back. I yeah. can't. I can't remember how, but I know he comes back. Uh-huh. And it, I fucking hate that guy. I hate that guy. Like I almost, on a on an existential level, I almost hate him more than Gasher because he pretends to be something he's not. Mm. And at the at the end of the day, he's just as big a piece of shit as Gasher. He just tries to pretend like. To a certain extent, he tries to pretend like that's not the way he is, that he's something, that he's elevated, yeah, that he's a little I, better, and I, I fucking hate that shit. I probably, I feel, he hasn't gotten as much screen time yeah. as Gasher did. Yeah, yeah. And I know, I know he's coming back, because you get that scene, but he hasn't, he hasn't come back yet yeah. for, for me, so I, I don't know what's going to happen with him in the future, right. but... Um, I'm looking forward to it, I guess. You know what I mean? It's one of those where it's like, I want to see what happens with him, but I'm also like dreading him coming back. I am it's too. Be I am bad too. fucking news. Yes. But I just finished today the part where um, Susan goes to visit Rhea mm. uh, at the very beginning of this tale. In her, ugh. Honest. God. <laughs> yeah, that was creepy as fuck, too. That's honestly. Everything with Rhea in uh, Wizard and Glass, I think, is the best. I think she's the best. I think she is the best. Well, she's the she's the probably the most well-rounded character in that story. I think she's the most interesting. Yeah, the most I hate interesting. Her. She fucking yeah, sucks. She fucking sucks, but you're she's not, not as bad as Cordelia. I fucking hated Cordelia. Like, Dude, God I, damn it. I do remember how Cordelia gets it in... Mm-hmm. We're good. I know. You know that keeps me going. God, I fucking knowing hear. the knowing that knowing that situation keeps me going because yes, yeah, she's a fucking she is a fucking cunt. Yeah, like the worst mm-hmm. for sure. That makes like Rhea's I was just gross, thinking about man, it. Like it. I hadn't really put it. <laughs> yeah, she's gross. I hadn't really put it it's together. But Susan, yeah. Susan become is in a in a way sort of a handmaid. In this, yeah, uh, it's like they do in Handmaid's Tale, uh, kind of thing where she's basically just Aunt Lydia. <laughs> well, she's not Aunt Lydia, no, I'm talking about Susan oh, oh, being okay. a handmaid because she's essentially, you know, technically breed mare for the getting old together man to with the guy to Jilly. have a baby, <laughs> have be a Jilly, yeah. So I didn't really put that together back in the day, last time I read it, but. I think I would have liked Wizarding Glass a lot more if I... Uh, I didn't like Susan. Like, it took a really, really, really long time. Like, it was late in the story where Susan kind of, like, fucking became a woman, Rose I up. guess. Yeah. You know? and, yeah, and it's like, okay, all right, fuck yeah. And then yeah, it's like, well, it's over. She's super, <laughs> you know? she's she's super so- naive. Yeah, <laughs> she's super naive and, like, really easily talks herself into things that you know, justifies things that she's doing. The ends justify the means sort of thing, I guess. But, yeah, I'm with you on that. Susan wasn't the most likable person in that book by any means. And it wasn't so much about the way that she and Will Dearborn were uh, involved. Right. The way they felt about each other is what 
meant a lot to me. Yeah, yeah, totally. And the way that that shapes him yeah. later, you know, I just, I get it though. Yeah, Susan's kind of a, kind of a limp, limp. There's just, there were just so many moments reading it. Was like, God damn it, Susan, like <laughs> real. <laughs> like you gotta know, you gotta know this is a. Uh, you're making another bad decision, another really bad one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it goes like, and that goes like beyond the relationship with you know with Roland. Yeah, it's it does. just shit. Where it's just like I can't, be- I cannot believe you. <laughs> <laughs> you're too dumb to live. <laughs> <laughs> well, I recorded that. If you want, I can put a little disclaimer in front of it and make it the stinger. I'm good with like, that. Attention, Dark Tower spoilers ahead. There. there it was. I'll make it happen. <laughs> I just want to talk to you guys more about the Dark Tower. We can. <laughs> we can if so you the want. stinger's over? <laughs> yeah. No, oh, I, uh, I'm going to clip that out and put it at the beginning. So, you know, whatever. We should do that Gunslinger app sometime soon. Yeah. I'm down. For sure. Well, you want to talk, talk about some Cluedo? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're uh, rolling. So 